Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of The Last Ones In, where being late to the party isn't always a bad thing. I'm your host, as always, Jariah, and across from me, we have Robbie. Hello. Right next to me, we have E. Hello. And then, for the first time ever, four people on the podcast at once, Rocky, again, from all the way across the country. Hey, hey, hey. Amazing stuff. Four people. Who would have thought? Huh. I mean, it was bound to happen eventually. I guess. is I I don't think that's how that works. Yeah, I think it's actually kind of amazing <laughs> that there's more than just one of us who want to do this. I mean, the look on Rocky's face says he doesn't want to do this, but <laughs> you somehow suckered him into this. He well, I'm going to have to sex. buy him Chinese food. So. <laughs> sex and I mean, Chinese food? Wow. It's going to be a good You drive night. a hard bargain. Yeah. And if we like the relationship, it will turn to duck and champagne. Oh, and it's sex. true. And sex. <laughs> I don't remember the sex part, but uh, we'll, I'm not we'll against it. Squeeze that into the agreement. <laughs> All right. So for anybody who's listening and doesn't know, this week we're going to be taking a look at Arnold Schwarzenegger starring in End of Days, 1999 film. Thanks. I remember you saying uh, for the month of January, you wanted to do some films that were not critically well received and this is definitely one of them all this month we're gonna be looking at films it i want it to be something that one of us have liked before but critics just didn't like so at least have one defender in the audience here <laughs> so if everybody else hates it then there's still one person here who's like you know what i thought it was pretty good i mean i always liked it for what it was yeah i remember watching it you showed it to me when we were kids yeah and i I don't know. I didn't have this idea of like movies good or bad. They just kind of were back then. And I remember enjoying it and even being frightened by some of it as a nine-year-old or however, eight-year-old, I guess. I think, yeah, we were about eight or nine when this movie first came out. Oh, yeah. this movie is going to age like milk. It's <laughs> uh, I can say in the prep for this episode when we were watching some of it and listening to the commentary on it, some of these effects, man, oof. I mean, some of them were bad, but for being 1999, some of them were pretty, I don't want to say groundbreaking, but they were good at least. Yeah, they didn't look like garbage. Right. <laughs> That's the standard we need to hold all movies to. They don't <laughs> just, look like garbage. It just garbage. wasn't complete garbage. <laughs> all right, so the only person who hasn't seen this movie is, of course, E. Yeah, that's me. I think you just know the title, honestly. What do you think this movie's going to be about? Okay. Well, my sources have informed me that it is starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, your sources <laughs> sound very reliable. Yeah. So I think it is about the end of days themselves. And Arnold Schwarzenegger is like, ah, and doing so causes the earth to implode a bit. Just a bit. <laughs> uh, from his going, just ah. a little bit. From him going, ah. Okay. And eventually <laughs> he went, ah, so many times that it eventually made the earth implode. And... The implosion causes a bunch of quakes throughout the entire of the Earth. And uh, the quakes are filled with magma, of course, because that's all quakes can be filled with. That's all a quake is, yeah. yeah. Can you fill a quake? With magma. Yeah, that's really? science, Rocky. Yeah. A, a you quake? went to school yeah. for this. I feel like you should know how quakes work. <laughs> I, don't know what a, I guess I don't know what a quake is. Yes. So, anyway, so Eddie's like, ah, I got to save the Earth. So he runs across the earth and puts uh, 
some glue on top of each quake to fill it with <laughs> glue instead. I'm learning and... so much about quakes. <laughs> <laughs> but before he finishes, a meteor comes to hit the Earth, and he has to punch that out of the sky in order to save the Earth. And the quakes. Yeah, and the quakes. Which sounds like a racist term. The quakes. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that is what this movie's about. We don't let the quakes come around this town, you know? Also, I'm going to assume there's some love interest somewhere, unfortunately. I think it's the magma that fills the quakes. <laughs> yeah. I think that's just accurate. He just pouring glue all over the magma and saying, somehow I don't know how to quit you. <laughs> so that's maybe... The least accurate description of a movie I've ever heard. <laughs> it doesn't have Arnold Schwarzenegger? It oh, does that, have that. My sources were wrong? No, your sources are right. They're very accurate. But everything else was very wrong. <laughs> yeah. So, this movie, I don't know. We'll get into it, I guess, after we watch it. I have very mixed feelings about it as an adult. I guess I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but I even then I think I had mixed feelings, but I think it was one of those, like it wasn't my favorite movie, but it was a fun movie to watch. Yeah. What about you, Rocky? I mean, I can't really remember much about it, but I'm, I mean, I, I wasn't thrilled about it when I had first seen it, so I can't imagine it's going to be any better. <laughs> the the quakes, they didn't encapsulate you when you first watched it? There's, there's a particular scene that I find very intriguing from a, from a perverted level. Oh boy. <laughs> A very per- yeah, it's, it's when a he very goes perfect. down on the quake, isn't it? I once you see this movie, I we won't even have to talk about. It. You'll know, you'll know what I'm oh, talking about. Oh, I'm scared it already. To this day, I still think about this scene sometimes. Huh? I am I, worried. I guess we'll talk about that later. That's maybe more information than I needed to know about you and your pieces. <laughs> not not in that way. It's it's more like you know you go to like a museum. And you see, like, you a goat's head stitched to another goat's head. And you're like, yeah, I'm probably never going to forget that. That's kind of how the... I am more confused now than I started. I'm, I'm kind of wondering what zoo you go to where they they just start no, no, sewing it was, it was other goat heads to head. Oh, okay. You know, where they sew goat heads to other goats. Oh. I guess that doesn't make it any better. No, <laughs> museum, museum curators get very bored. The museum of taxidermists who no longer have a license. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I guess that leaves us with one last thing, the back of the box. All hell breaks loose when Arnold Schwarzenegger battles the ultimate evil in this chilling supernatural action thriller. When Jericho, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, a burned-out former New York City cop, is assigned to security detail for a mysterious stranger, Gabriel Byrne. He thwarts an incredible assassination attempt. During the ensuing investigation, he and his partner, Kevin Pollack, save the life of the beautiful and terrified Christine York, uh. played by Robin Tunney, whose destiny involves death, the devil, and the fate of mankind. Now, it's up to Jericho to save the girl, the world, and his own soul as he comes face to face with his most powerful enemy ever. See, it just feels like that was written by a 12-year-old. Yeah. yeah, that was it's, that was a super cheesy synopsis. It's such a long synopsis for the back of the box. I don't. I, there are longer ones, but I remember you looking at that and you just, oh my god, they have a novella on the back of this box. What the it's fuck? So fucking long. It's also not really very descriptive of what actually happens in the movie. Well, not really. No. It does it, have a devil. It does have a devil, and it does have Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it does have. 
Robin Tunney, but it has the actors it says it has. Yeah. But everything <laughs> that's else pretty is... good. Usually, <laughs> I hate when I buy a movie. I look at the back; it's like starring uh, Toby McGuire. I'm like, nice, and then I go home, and then he's not even in the movie. <laughs> that's not the exactly thing to happen. <laughs> and then you watch it, and they switch them out with Andrew Garfield yet again. And I'm like, dang it, Garfield, get out of here. Go hate Monday somewhere else. <laughs> I don't know who Andrew Garfield is. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Andrew Garfield was the guy who played Spider-Man after Tobey Maguire. Oh, <laughs> not a cat. Yeah, not, not an not orange comic book cat. <laughs> oh, he wasn't the star in Garfield Gets Real. No. Oh, it was rather weird whenever he was in um that war movie, which I can't think of the name of right now. Nineteen forty-two. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow. All right. So I think we're going to pause the podcast here, go ahead and watch this movie, which Rocky seems very excited about. I just can't wait for you guys to see that scene so you guys can remember forever what I remember forever. (laughs) (laughs) So exciting. And then we can all remember it together forever. Forever. (laughs) Is it secretly a stoner movie? No. No. It might secretly be porn. Dang it! Why do you always keep making me watch porn? <laughs> Wait, is that the sneak that's, in? That's out of context! That's out of context! Make a guy watch Don John once and suddenly all you think is porn. Alright guys, so we're gonna be back in here in a few. Talk to you in a bit. And we are back. We successfully survived watching Arnold Schwarzenegger survive Y2K. Hooray! That was certainly a piece of media that was shot on film and put in cinemas. It was, in fact, a movie. Was it? (laughs) It It certainly was film. It was longer than 40 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) That... Doesn't hold up very well. Yeah, uh, I I kind of remember being better whenever I was a kid. To be honest with you, um, so the scene that I was talking about, I'm pretty sure we all figured out which scene that was. Is it? How far into the movie is it? You know what it is. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know. If you yeah. really you care now. about the weird scene, we're gonna have to apparently talk about it in spoilers. So yeah. before we get to the spoilers. I'm going to go ahead and toss it over to Rocky. Spoiler free, what did you think of this movie? Most of it I felt like I've seen in every other action movie. Um, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, like that's every fair. bad that's 80s Arnold action movie. Yeah. So I, I wasn't too impressed. Don't need to ever see that movie again. What, what would you give it? Um, Maybe a four. All right. All okay. Right. That's fair. All right, Robbie, what about you? So I'm going to give it a little bit higher of a rating. Not much, but a little bit higher of a rating than 4. Rocky 1. did. 4.1. <laughs> Maybe 4.2. Uh, like, like I said, it doesn't hold up quite as well today as it did back then. I think like the whole idea of that movie was uh, kind of cashing in on the Y2K scare. And that's one of the reasons why, even though critics tended to hate that movie, it was successful in the box office. It's campy and kind of like, it's almost meant to like be kind of fun in a weird way even though they're trying to make it a horror movie that's not really scary it's more just kind of fun like supposed to be like fun to watch or what with like all the different action scenes and everything right um i'd say it's at least like a maybe a five out of ten like there were some good parts in the movie but like there are some parts once again it doesn't hold up like it just seems dumb watching it now so you give it a five you said yeah uh, i'd give it a five out of ten okay 
E, what about you? So I'll be honest. I was super bored for <laughs> almost all this movie. I did not hate it. I'll say that. I did you did not laugh a lot. It. I did laugh a lot, but I don't think that was the movie's intention. How often in the movie did the thought, did I turn my oven off, come into your head? <laughs> well, at least... I mean, I know the thought of, did my heater turn on, came on to dry his mind whenever we watching the movie at least once. Right. So... I actually checked the oven. <laughs> was it on? No, it wasn't, but oh. it saved me like five minutes. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna make something. Anyway, I so, guess. Yeah, what would you give it, E? Um, this might sound weird with me saying I was bored the entire time, but I'd probably still give it a four, at least. Okay. Okay. Also, right. so yeah. let me say something. So, during my, uh, a entirely accurate um, guesstimation of what this movie was about. I was debating saying it was about the Y2K as well, but I was like, no, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, in fact, about the Y2K. Yeah, it, it was very much about stupid. the Y2K scare. What well, Y2K meets Jesus, which yeah. was pretty much Y2K, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. What do you think the K stands for? It stands for Christ. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. That's not how that's spelled. <laughs> No, 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 let him believe, let him believe. <laughs> hey, I'll say one thing, that's not a huge spoiler, there were a lot of quakes. Yeah, there were, yeah, a, there lot were a lot of quakes. Now, when we say quakes, is that a racial thing? Because I, <laughs> I still don't. <laughs> but, uh, I will say this, like, for the whole Y2K scare, because, like, a lot of it had to do with the, you know, everyone thought their computer was going to shut down with the Y2K, and, like, yeah. it was going to cause, like, this mass hysteria, because that was whenever computers started to run a whole lot of very important things. But along that time, like, Christianity decided to, like, jump in and be like, oh, like, this has to do yeah. with the devil kind of thing, and, like, a lot of people thought it was going to be the end of days, like, how the Bible said it, and, like, they started trying to piece it together and saying, like, this matches with this, and so, like, yeah. this movie did uh, cash in on it. A bit 2012 for those of us who are around my age, which is to be a Bambino. <laughs> yeah, this that is that era's 2012 movie. Really? Was it? Because that was an awful... Our our version was awful then, or that version. <laughs> I think version both versions were good. bad. Both versions were pretty bad. Yeah. Well, I I haven't seen the 2012. Well, one. there's a Maybe couple I 2012 movies. Film. There's but one there is... where it's a bunch of uh, actors playing themselves at the end of the world. I don't remember what that one's called. That was not a 2012 movie. No, that it was it was about the rapture. It was about, about the rapture, rapture but not specifically 2012. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that one is called. This oh wait, is the right, end. right. There was that one was twenty twelve like... and also the rapture. I forgot those are different things. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> All these things kind of just mesh together. To yeah, me. anyway, we need. A, uh, we have skipped Jariah. We need to hear his thoughts. Right. So this is going to sound really weird. I don't think this movie is very good at all. I think that the editing is really bad. A lot of the acting is subpar. <laughs> I think that most of the camera work and how the shots are set up is really dumb. There are multiple times I got up to check if the heat was on or not. (laughs) (laughs) But when I think about the movie, my brain still wants to tell me it was dumb fun. I'm giving it a five. Yeah, I think that was the same thing with me. It was kind of like it was a dumb fun movie. It wasn't very fun. No, that's the thing. It's not fun, but my brain's telling me Everything that happens in it should be very fun. I think that's the devil getting to you. I think Satan got <laughs> to me. That's the devil. Yeah. 
<laughs> so okay, so four five four five. So around a four and a half is a general yeah. consensus. Yeah. I think that seems fair. Yeah. So there's a lot of really dumb, stupid, silly stuff in this movie that we took notes about. And this movie just sort of happens. Yeah. yeah. Which, if you guys want to stick around for the spoilers, for the full discussion of the plot from the movie, beginning, middle, to end. As best as we can. As best as, as we best can as remember. We can. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with this movie. Is if, if, it just didn't seem like anything was very defined. No, no it didn't. And that's one thing that we were saying while like trying to take notes on this movie, too, is like nothing really definitive was happening. But it was all happening very fast, yeah. too. Yeah. So, yeah, if you guys want to stick around for that, it would be great. If you don't, um, feel free to watch the movie and come back. <laughs> yeah. If or you don't, want. your choice. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back with the spoiler discussion. So I think, weirdly enough, I probably took the most detailed notes of this because, like, if you were to ask them, I was just sitting there on my phone just frantically typing the entire time trying to keep up with the notes on this goddamn movie. Which is so hard to take notes for this movie. I eventually gave up taking any kind of detailed notes on it because one scene happens and the next scene just starts and then the next scene just starts. Yeah. And it f- e, do you take notes? I personally don't. This was the first movie we watched where I was like, I should have taken notes. Because, man, recalling any of this. <laughs> you guys take notes? Yeah. yeah. These two. Like, I know you can't, oh. really, yeah, I was gonna say, you can't really see it from there. <laughs> first things first, this movie starts with a really, really long intro. Yeah, yeah. it has a really classic, like, 70s, 80s movie style opening credits intro, which not a lot of movies have anymore, so I get why that would be annoying. But I don't know. I'm one of those old school people that like a really good intro that sets the tone. I don't think this movie set the tone very well, though. No. Mm. Well, I was going to say the intro to it whenever they were like doing the credit scene and, you know, it was like showing random scriptures and stuff like that. That almost felt like something that would be in The Omen. So, yeah. I... Also, did anyone else get a feeling like they could have just made all that shit up? When they sh- when they showed the text, oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, was it actual text? Because I I was it, just like looking. It might have been. Like, it could have been yeah, anything. It could have just been symbols, and we wouldn't have known. What really annoyed me was the um was when they would show like what some of the text means. Like all of a sudden it would just be in like subtitles. Like, yeah. and then the devil came. It was like that's stupid. Yeah. It's like, see, this and? means something. <laughs> so we get that opening credits scroll. Thing. Transition thing, and the first shot we get is of the moon and of the sky, and it zooms inward towards the screen, and we see a guy kind of freaking out and bustling around, looking yeah. through a bunch of scrolls. He's, like open, out. he's opening up so, these like capsules that contain every scroll in existence, ever. I guess. And he just knows yeah. which one to grab? I mean, to apparently fair, they were studying it. But... To be fair, I know some religious folk who probably could be like, I know exactly which page this scripture is on, so I don't think knowing which capsule holds which thing. Yeah, is but too can far you imagine out. looking at the sky and being like, "Fuck that star's up there." That means scroll number seven twenty three. I mean, fuck seven twenty three. For reasons we'll get into guy. later, <laughs> I do see a reason for him to just know what like that meant. Yeah. Fair. Actually, it says that it starts in 1979 with a comet flying over the moon, and mm-hmm. it's like 
it shows the Vatican City, which kind of makes sense that they would know that because, like, I guess it's a bishop's job just to, like... To watch the sky, yeah. Yeah, to watch the sky and know <laughs> what's like, going to happen. He looks up and is like, is that God? No, not God today. All right. Uh, just an asteroid. The fuck, that means Satan. That, that's kind of what he does, actually, because, yeah, a comet flies over the moon, and then, like, he just happens to, like, reach into a scroll, and he checks it, and he says, the eye of God, yeah. and then, like, goes and runs to the Pope, and he's just like, he's like, it's happening, she's being born tonight, and, like, they're like, okay, well, what do we do now, kind of thing, and then, like... And one guy's like, let's kill her! Yeah, there's, like, yeah. a discussion of, like, <laughs> like, we should kill her. No, no, we don't do that. <laughs> The also, Vatican. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, like why even? I would pray t- about okay. It? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this later because I think it, it's something to bring up later. But um, first off, they do the dumb thing where a bunch of characters are speaking a forward language and then just one is speaking English to them. Yeah, yeah, they did do that. Why? That's quickly becoming a pet peeve of mine. Actually, <laughs> it's not even <laughs> important now that, that we're speaking seeing it. English. Yeah, now yeah. that we're seeing that more in movies, like it seems to be. I think with Krampus is whenever it really started to become a pet peeve for you. I mean, like, I just hate it when movies do it ever. Like, because... Uh, Maybe it's a way to transition. Do they eventually all start speaking English? I mean, they go to New York. But, uh, no, the other bishops don't speak English. Uh, like, well, but okay. in that scene, One does I in kind of New York. Recall. I feel like Star Wars falls into that trope, too, with Chewie. Oh, yeah, where Chewie's it does. like, it ah, does for, yeah. and then, uh, for pretty then much any Leia's alien like, yep, but that. the difference is you don't get subtitles for Chewie ever. No. All the people are just like, Ugh, yeah, you're right, Chewie, that was a great meal. <laughs> no, I won't have sex with you. And then you look around all shocked. <laughs> <laughs> and then R2-D2 comes in and starts beeping, and R2-D2, why are you agreeing with him? Casual reminder for those listening, uh, I haven't seen Star Wars <laughs> Any of them, actually. Yeah, I've seen a couple episodes of Clone Wars, and I have told those are canon. Clone Wars is canon. But anyways, uh, it then <laughs> cuts to New York with a girl being born, and the nurse takes her to like an underground part of the hospital through an elevator. Yeah, through an elevator. <laughs> There's elevators in hospitals. Yeah, but imagine what you'd see if someone's just wheeling this baby and then goes into an elevator. Well, it's not too weird. Yeah, yeah. it's not too well because like he's going to take him down the stairs. Yeah, well, they have the mother. <laughs> why, are, why would they put the like nurse the what are the the birthing rooms into like a location nowhere near where you would clean them? That's how your mom's hospital is, yo. And she complains about our, the hospital. I know, but it's 2019. That's 2020, actually. Now, happy yeah. New Year, Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just also another dumb. reason why we watch this movie is because that takes place in Y2K and it's just just after yeah. New Year's for us. Yeah, what a great way to start off the new year. But yeah, like, because uh, it's the girl gives birth and like the nurse takes away the baby. He's like, oh, we, we're just going to go clean up the baby and like takes her down an elevator to like a secret underground layer to where like it, everything's <laughs> covered in shadows. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they look and like they see like almost like this horseshoe mark on her arm. Yeah, it kind of looks like, like the Libra, although it's something else as we'll get to later. Right. But more or less, like, it looks like that symbol. And, like, they see the symbol, and, like, the guy just pulls a snake out of a glass <laughs> jar that's just waiting. Yeah. yeah, that's what you do in hospitals. Yeah. They just always have snakes just in glass jars waiting yeah. just in case. Yeah. But you know, that's how you get rid to... of poison, right? You just hit them with another dose? Yeah, you just <laughs> get another snake and have them bite them. Two snakes <laughs> equals negative yeah, snake. They, like, yeah, they, they balance each other out, and then the you get, poison yeah, like, you, gets you, scared. You get bit by a snake. The way to cure it is to get bitten by another snake, and the bi- venom will fight itself instead yeah. of eating your blood. They have to be opposite snakes, The immune though. system kills the rest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, the snake in the jar, the... They like demon perform- la- man, I guess. What is he? He's cultist, just like I guess. Yeah, the cultist, cultist. I think he grabs- he's clearly a cultist because he wore like a, a chain with like, like a <laughs> with that symbol on it. Yeah, <laughs> like 
I, I didn't think he was a professor. <laughs> because we're never prepared, I actually did right. pull up like the the cast list so I can tell everyone's name. He's just known as the head priest. He's okay. apparently the head priest. All right. Yeah. So um, yeah, he pulls the snake and then sadly just stabs the snake. Just stabs the and snake while doing some ritual and like covers the baby in blood and then like no no he doesn't even do that he just well, it, feeds it. It, it. it emphasizes that like he's covering the baby in blood and then like puts his pinky inside of the snake's stab hole yeah and then like puts the blood inside the baby's mouth stab hole yes the stab hole what do you call it a wound <laughs> is it a wound if they're not human also i don't care if you're a cultist don't be hurting animals come on yeah it's rude this like, guy is bringing back like bringing about the end of the world i don't think he cares about the snake he should he's know? gonna kill way more snakes, than snakes have feelings too we wouldn't exist without anymore. snakes, according to the Bible. <laughs> but Satan talked through the snake, right? Yeah. No, I think it was just a weird snake. Just a snake. Just a douchebag snake. That one was. It was like, <laughs> hey, yo, I, you want a bite of this we, apple? We don't have, we don't have time to like, go through why? the Bible for this. Can we actually get a recap on the Bible before we continue? Because it's going to add context. Snake was like, hey, yo, you <laughs> want thoughts? this apple? And Adam and Eve were like, I guess. And then God was like, damn it, snake. You don't get legs anymore. Also get the fuck out of my garden. Yeah, also get out <laughs> also, of here. how the fuck did you get in here? Yeah, I thought I put a lock. <laughs> You're a snake. How the fuck did you climb this tree? All right, everybody out. <laughs> we're jumping way off subject. <laughs> yeah, so snake's dead, unfortunately. Um, may you rest in That's peace. Here. Yeah, sacrifice happens. Sacrifice the baby happens, is taken but... back up to the parents. She's like, oh, I got your baby all clean and clothed and smelling fresh. How's that? And gives the baby over to the mom, which is the only time we ever see the actual mom. It is. Yep. Uh, after that, it cuts back to 1999. Well, she names it first. Yeah, she does name the baby. Oh, uh, Christine. She, yeah, she, she asks, like, what are you going to name the baby? And she's like, oh, I'll name the baby Christine. And then after that, it cuts to current year of the movie in 1999, and they're talking about New Year's. Yeah, you hear on the radio, he's like, hey, New Yorkers, it's three days before New Year's. We might Three die. days before Y2K <laughs> and all the computers go out. What are your thoughts? Call in. First, the 100 callers get to party with me. Ooh. Please call. <laughs> but anyways uh it goes to some workers who apparently are working in the sewers and an earthquake just happens in new york because earthquakes just apparently happen in new york yeah Actually, and wait the, no is it is it in the future yet or is this yeah still? this is this yeah, is, this is in the future yeah. oh i thought this was the old it's in the far future happened. of 1999 but uh they're working in the sewers or working in some manhole or something and like an earthquake se- apparently starts happening in the middle of new york and like yeah. flames just start shooting to the ground and, and all the cars start exploding yeah it quakes I, yeah it shows like quakes so, yeah <laughs> it shows some stones just like falling out of the air onto cars and like it's completely <laughs> the building not just stones <laughs> falling out of the no, air it's not just raining stones <laughs> no it's just raining stones the buildings are fine it's raining stones also these buildings are damaged <laughs> <laughs> i bet the stones hit the buildings <laughs> <laughs> but through the eruptions like you basically just kind of like see a shadow almost not even it's a clear figure it it's is a clear figure but yeah like, it's a demon yeah. uh listening to the commentary he said that like apparently that he wanted it to be shadowed of some kind so he just calls it a shadow in the commentary so that's well, what he's I'm wrong thinking. honestly from what we listened to with the commentary this director seems like he doesn't really know what he's doing. Possibly. <laughs> in a lot of ways. Like, but he calls it a shadow, so I'm going to call it a shadow. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was obviously a demon wearing a, an invisibility cloak. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. not even a very yeah. good one. You can clearly so you can see still him. see yeah. the reflection. I guess the best way <laughs> to describe why... it, it's almost like the early Predator films, like whenever the Predator be walking in around yeah. in his camouflage. That actually uh, does look like that, actually. Yeah, it does. That is, it is an d- important distinction, though. The 
the demon is not invisible. He is clear. He is. You can yeah. see him yeah. very Fancy. easily. Also, this is a low grade Satan. I was very unimpressed that he just kind of blew up one like city street. I, don't you feel like any demon? He just wanted to distract while he goes to, while he goes get his groceries. Was it confirmed that it is Satan? I'm pretty sure they were like, "Yep, that's Satan." It would just be kind of silly if, like, they showed <laughs> another demon. demon and it's like, also, here's this other demon. <laughs> I don't know. He just kind of seems like weak sauce for Satan. I don't know. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the point of the movie, kind yeah. of. Yeah, Satan was weak sauce through this whole movie. Yeah. We'll just spoiler. Yeah, he's weak sauce. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they do so. cut. Yeah, they do uh, confirm it like later on in the film that it is Satan. Yeah. So like, he's flying through. Uh, we see a uh, fancy looking ish restaurant. With, like, these friends that are, like, sitting around and talking. And no, then... no, what is the Pope, I thought? No. No? Okay, that makes so much more sense. Why would the Pope be in New York? Just at a restaurant. Because they're supposed to kill the baby. No. The Pope does not want to kill the baby. No, the Pope... That one did. Not the they're... Pope, the bishop, whatever you call it. Yeah, I call the bishops wanted to. I know I'm incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bishops wanted to, but that yeah, was, like, earlier was on the in bishops. the film. Yeah, earlier on in the film, they are saying, like, we should kill the baby. And the Pope, our Pope was like, no, that's not what we do. Yeah. Okay, okay. Like, there's, he was, like, saying, have faith and pray. And they're just like, no, kill it. And he's like, no, have faith and pray. That yeah. does explain a lot more of the confusion I had later in the film. I thought okay. that was one of the bishops. <laughs> no, yeah. it, wasn't, it was just, they actually don't even name him. If you look in the credits of the film, they just call him The Man. And, That's uh, his name. He's The Man. Yeah, they just call him The Man. Uh, but anyways, uh, he's at like, having dinner with friends, yeah, apparently. He's, I and, think he's, he's and, <laughs> there's just three people, just two dudes and a girl. Someone's the third wheel. Yeah. I think it's the girl. Um, no, I think <laughs> no. From the what scene happens next, I feel like the man was the third wheel. But like he gets up to go use the bathroom, and like it, you kind of like see this thing of like oh, yeah. the uh, quakes. Yeah, you <laughs> see the figure just you see the figure just kind of like snaking in. into the restaurant yeah. while the man goes to the bathroom. While he's in the bathroom, the figure comes up behind him and turns forced... off the faucet. Actually, yes, he does turn <laughs> off the faucet, yeah. and the faucets stop working, and he shoves himself into what will be the figurehead for what the Satan thing is, I guess, which the commentary keeps saying how handsome and gorgeous he is, and I'm not buying it. He doesn't seem that handsome to me. Also, there's I just realized there's really no good way to explain a demon going into somebody. Like, the, you just said he just shoved himself, and I'm like, yeah, that's what happens. I mean, yeah. That's the best way you <laughs> the can way that the movie it's shows it. The way that the movie shows it, it almost does look like he goes in rectally. So. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It's a weird possession. He starts spazzing out. Uh, it looks dumb. Yeah, it doesn't look great. And so the guy comes out just yeah. possessed now, apparently. He comes the, out dark Spider-Man going, like, finger guns at everyone. Like, yeah, hey. suddenly he's a cool badass. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> what's what's like, the first thing that uh, Satan does? Which I'm going to call weak sauce Satan from now on. Yeah. Oh, weak sauce. Weak sauce goes and he starts making out with the girl. No, no. He pulls her boob out in the restaurant and then starts making out with her. Yeah. His first act is Satan on Earth. <laughs> I mean, no, no, this been... is like his third act. Technically, his first act was exploding one street. A sewer pipe. <laughs> yeah. He, he just lighted a match in the sewers, basically. His second act is going rectally inside of a man. And then his third act is grabbing a boob and making out with a girl. Blowing up sewers, gliding past everyone, fondling your friends. Yeah. Satan. <laughs> no, he's just going through all the sins. Like, you know, like lust, uh... Being Explosions. gay, exploding. What? <laughs> Being gay is a deadly sin. <laughs> it's like the ten deadly sins, yeah. Thou shall not explode. 
directly after making out with this woman who the husband was not into. Yeah, because like he just oh, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And like, was it before? He, I thought they were just kind of. It, it never was, establishes it that. It seemed husbandy. Yeah, it's because but... like he just automatically like, what are you doing? And then like he just like stares him down, and like he just like for how weak sauce Satan is, that guy's even more weak sauce because yeah, he just like, takes like one glare fine, at him and he sits back down. Potential and, wife, yeah, Jeez. and then he just like continues to make out with her, and nobody says a thing. Yeah. Well, to be fair, no one's looking. And then, but it's quite dude. a move. I it mean, is. It's a power move for sure. Yeah. And but, then to be fair to weak sauce Satan, the first the next act he does is actually. Very cool. He just walks out of the restaurant and it blows up, which yeah. I guess he somehow he planted a bomb. Did that? <laughs> At, maybe no, it was just unrelated. Sauce. Actually, that's still weak sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, there was a gas leak in the restaurant and it just happened to blow up when it was leaving. <laughs> <laughs> he just attracts gas leaks, I guess. <laughs> that's his power. He just oh, maybe he is the gas leak. He just maybe gas. Yeah. Actually, you know what? There is precedent that he attracts gas leaks because there's a lot of things that just tend to blow up around him. Yeah. That is fair. <laughs> so yeah, the it, next introduction we get is with Arnold. It cuts to his messy apartment in New York and he's just kind of like sitting in the shadows and like once again sees just a messy apartment yeah. and the first thing it does is it shows him just like cocking a gun seeing that there's a bullet well, he's in the at, chamber. Like, it's like as if he was trying to turn off an alarm clock, he goes to grab the gun, and then he cocks it, and then the first thing our hero does is try to kill himself. Yep. Yeah. And then is interrupted by a knock on the door. Which wasn't really a knock. It sounded like a gunshot at the door, which I thought was stupid. That's and what then, he did. He just shot the door. That's it's another, like, Arnold, get up! <laughs> yeah, that's another thing in the commentary. The director, because it's just a director commentary, it's the one guy just talking over his own movie. Oh, no. And at that point, he's like, <laughs> and then he puts the gun to his head, and you hear the pound on the door, he's like, and that's a cheap trick. That's just a cheap trick. That was unfair. <laughs> what? I, I That's exactly what he said. He, he knew that was bad. Yeah. He knew that was a bad idea. Shot. Anyways, the man at the door is his partner, Bobby. He's like, rise and shine, time to go to work, and like gives him a cup of coffee. Yeah. Well, a cup of something. He said he had enough caffeine to kill an elephant. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to guess. I'm just going to assume it's a coffee. latte. It's just vending machine coffee. Maybe it's a monster. <laughs> maybe it's a monster that's maybe it's coffee that is brewed with monster yeah Ooh, i would drink that actually gross yeah, nope i'm bad. thinking about it i would i'm out now <laughs> what if it was the coffee flavored monster inside the coffee <laughs> so yeah then uh he takes the coffee throws it in a blender uh throws followed pe- by pepto in yeah the followed by pepto bismo followed yeah. by chinese food followed by a piece of pizza that he steps on <laughs> and, and half a beer and yeah. half a beer the pizza was the last thing because it's like he sniffs in, he's like, eh. Yeah, yeah it's good it enough. In. Just on like, the floor pizza. And we get like the beginning of, this is when I realized that the movie wasn't going to go places was the line he used. <laughs> it also kind of establishes that like they're going to be doing a security detail for just some guy. And they're like, oh, yeah. some scumbag that apparently pissed off the wrong people. He's like, oh, I like scumbags. They pay better. Yep. Which reminds me, what, is, what are their professions? Uh they're appara- they just work for some security firm, from yeah. what I gathered. Okay. Oh. Okay. So yeah, they go. Uh, it's like immediately into a car. Yeah. No. And they're like on this like radar, which kind of looks like the '90s version of something that looks cool. Like- they also just happen to have like a helicopter that's following them. Yeah. As they're going to this person that they need to protect, and yeah. it turns out to be the man who is we're calling Weak Sauce Satan. Yeah, <laughs> which I didn't even notice because I was too distracted. Yeah, it's such a quick thing that they don't announce that that's what's happening. If you're not paying attention, you don't realize that they're yeah. supposed to be protecting Weak Sauce like, Satan. You yeah. see this guy for like two seconds. Maybe. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, they're supposed to be protecting him, and like as they're like looking around to make sure that they're protecting him, they see a window that's open, and then like see a guy that's staring at them with a sniper rifle and 
uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, whose name is Jericho, jumps in front of Weak Sauce yeah. Satan. He's like, get and, down! And then he gets shot. Uh, Twice. While, while trying to protect him. And then, like, the limousine just runs into a taxi and sideswipes it while and trying to get him out of there. And the taxi disappears. And then, like, there's, like, this whole scene where he thinks he's dead for half a second. And then, like, lifts up his shirt to see that he's wearing a vest. And then calls him a pussy and tells him to yeah. get back up. That's true. Also, who knows what gun this is? Because I think it becomes an automatic gun later. Yeah, because, like, it. Uh, <laughs> we're getting to that. Yeah, but, sorry. like, after that, like, they're like, where'd he go? He's like, oh, he's up on the roof. Then we're going on the roof. And then, like, <laughs> just, like, call the helicopter down yeah. to the street level to no pick them up. No longer caring about protecting this dude. Yeah. <laughs> he he's out of the picture now. Like he was like they said he was in the screen uh, on the screen for like a whole two seconds, and then he drives off. They get up on yeah, this helicopter. Like, get to the chopper. Yeah. What happens next is sheer insanity. <laughs> yes, yep, it is, in just the dumbest way. For the time it takes him to get up to the roof, he turns his sniper rifle into an assault rifle and starts yep. shooting at them. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely he's like holding it. It's like I summon assault rifle. <laughs> defense mode. <laughs> But a gunfight uh, takes place. Yeah, uh, there he's a bad shot though. He can't shoot Arnold two feet in front of him. It's within it's a, all the shrieking that sword. Arnold does. It creates <laughs> a force true. wave around him that protects him from bullets. <laughs> yeah. As soon as he sees this man's holding an assault rifle, he goes, yeah. and yeah. then so man, I guess drops the gun or something because he doesn't have the gun for the rest of it, like I, jams. I or yeah, something. like it, it, the way that they show because like he's like pulling back the um cock or yeah, whatever. The, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Oh no, you oh, cock. So yeah, he's just don't... pulling on his cock instead of <laughs> shooting at him at this point. <laughs> Yo, you cock a gun. You don't. You're just giving himself a, a good cock. wink before Arnold tackles <laughs> him. He's like, I'm dying anyways. <laughs> no, like the gun seems to jam or something, and then like. Yeah. Like, you know he's on there, but like, and I was and, like, "Get me on that roof!" And the pilot's like, "No, I can't. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't like, do that." Well, get me as close as you can. And then goes like this action scene wherever like he's tied to the helicopter on this line yeah. and then like as the guy tries running away like, and one of the silliest shots ever yeah <laughs> yeah he's <laughs> really yeah, just dangling he's just dangling off of this helicopter and like the helicopter's going forward and like it looks like he's flying towards him yeah. almost <laughs> while he's trying to run away and like and buddy's, oh. yeah but he's all like he's gonna jump yeah, and he's like, oh, like, he's gonna to die. die! And then, like, as he jumps off, it does that action scene. Like, as he's in midair, he grabs him, and, like, yeah. they're floating over New York City, and he's holding him, and then he what? just, like, pulls a gun out of nowhere. Is and it... then his yeah, partner, wait. Bobby... Is there, just... is there any reason he doesn't just let him die? I think it's because he just wants, wants to question to... him. Yeah, I guess. But the other thing is, he had another gun... Why didn't he keep shooting at them with his other gun? Well, when you have Arnold Schwarzenegger flying through the air like a bear... You're <laughs> what do you mean like a that bear don't still fly <laughs> that's the problem that's why it's so that's, frightening yeah, that's why it's so frustrating and frightening fair fair enough didn't they kind of just have a slap fight for a bit <laughs> well like he pulls out a gun and then like his bobby or yeah his bobby, bobby just like narrating his whole thing he's got a gun and then like he like grabs his hand and like they start falling as he's like trying to oh, yeah. shoot him with this gun did anyone time that fall scene by the way Ten. It was forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'd be dead by the time that falls in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he falls through uh, a there's a ch- broken glass yeah. ceiling of a newspaper stand, as they all have. Uh, Dead starts running. He's fine, completely <laughs> fine. And then Arnold, still on the rope, mind you, goes through the hole he made in the broken glass. I do want to say here, though, that actually was Arnold on that part, descending from the helicopter onto the street, according to commentary. Nice. Right. 
But chasing goes on for a little while longer. Uh, they end up going into what seems like an abandoned subway almost. Yeah. And then... <laughs> There's a lot of abandoned subways. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of abandoned buildings in general. It's Y2K. No one wants to drive. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you know the iconic week before Y2K when there were no trains because everyone was scared? Anyways, yeah, they're just like on an abandoned subway and like the guy pops out of nowhere and says like a thousand years has ended. You don't I... know what you've done. He keeps on telling him, just like, put your hands on your head, I'm going to arrest you. And, like, the guy just keeps on repeating like, this to him. Ah, bah, 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 Satan. Yeah. <laughs> and then eventually shoots him, finds out the guy's yeah. a priest. Here's a qu- I had a question here. Did he pull out a third gun? Yeah, he did. Uh, or was that the pistol again? I think he did. I, yeah, it was either, yeah, it was either a third gun. It seemed like it was the same Remember, gun. So he has, like, a gun on his hip, and he put two guns into each of his uh, sleeves. No, I think he's talking about the priest. Yeah, the priest. Oh, the priest. He probably grabbed one of Arnold's. I mean, Arnold also has like eight guns. I, I think it was the same gun, or it was supposed to be the same gun. Apparently, he held onto it as he was falling through glass. I summon second hand gun. <laughs> <laughs> it's also, a movie about summoning Satan, so fine, whatever. I'll believe a, a handgun just appears. Whatever. That's, that's one of the powers you get from Satan. You can just summon him. Why is Satan giving yeah. him power, though? The dude just tried to off him. With magic guns. That's what I mean, he's weak second sauce. power. Everyone around him gets magic guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so he's he's found all that. Arnold shoots him in the leg. Uh, he falls due to the fact that he got shot in the leg. Um, uh, he goes and checks him, finds out the man's a priest, and he yeah, has... Steals stuff from him. The one thing he pulls out, because he pulls out an empty wallet and then pulls out a matchbook for this place called Spoda's. Yeah. Was it a matchbook? I thought it was like it was a, a matchbook. business card. I was like, why does he have a business card? It's a matchbook for yeah, a bar okay. named Spoda's. It was a classic 90s thing, too. Just everybody had matchbooks named after their place. Yeah. I bet that's still a thing. Anyways, and then like it cuts to afterwards where they're putting this old priest on a stretcher. And yeah. this old cop that who tends to just like know him are apparently because he just like, oh, hey, Maggie, how's it going? Like and still working like... for the precinct. And then like she asks. And like, she's apparently cool with this like guy just yeah. breaking every rule <laughs> i mean he doesn't work for anymore just some security firm oh yeah you know cops as long as they don't as long as you don't work for them they're okay with all the laws being broken yeah that's how it goes <laughs> yeah you can break whatever law you want it's not under their dime and like they even like say during that scene it's just like oh you should have killed them would have been less paperwork no he yeah. said that though so it doesn't count yeah arnold said that <laughs> <laughs> the cop did not say that to that arnold <laughs> The Arnold does say that. The, uh, the but, cop's like, hey, Arnold, did you say you heard that the dude say... Oh, no, she was like, hey, Arnold, are you drunk? And the Bobby's like, yeah, we are. And then she's like, well, you said the dude was speaking, and he ain't got no tongue. And then Arnold loses his what shit. What do you mean he doesn't have a tongue? You call me a liar? I know what I heard, you motherfucker. Yeah, yeah he got real defensive. <laughs> yeah. Really quick. Which, probably because he is drunk. I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah, probably. Super drunk. But anyways, uh, afterwards, like they're, they're talking about it. Like Even though the cops are still within earshot... They're talking and saying, like, oh, it looks like we have a leech. Do you think we should give it to the cops? Like, nah, they'll figure it out. Yeah. Also, the the movie makes sure you know the cops are at your shop because the cops are looking at them as they leave. Yeah, yeah they're, they're watching literally listening. And they're saying this rather loudly, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they walk to a bar? Yeah, they walk to um, Spada's. Spada's. Yeah, they just go to that bar, and it's just one of those, like, he uses the logic of like, oh, you go to a bar enough, you get drunk enough, eventually you're going to get passed out drunk and people are going to know where you live so that way they can carry you back home. Which is, I, I don't a, know how they just know where you live. If you, especially if you're passed out drunk. They go through your wallet, that's what they do. <laughs> I will say that if you're a regular at a bar. An alcoholic, yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. 
where everybody knows your name and you just drink there all the time and you pay your bills, then the bartender's going to make sure you get home okay. He's going to know your address at least. But they go there and then it shows him walking through this filthy alleyway just to get to his place, which is kind of like in the middle. Or I want to say like this weird basement apartment that seems abandoned. It's not a place you would actually live. No. Yeah, Robbie's description is an understatement about how awful that place really is. <laughs> it looks like an like abandoned it, basement. It apartment. looks like it's, it's a, an abandoned crack den that he just happens to be star. No, no, it's not even a crack den. A crackhead would be like, "Ah, oh, this place needs some." Yeah, stuff. it's a crack den that the crackheads abandoned because the place looked like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Anyways, yeah, they yeah. go there and like he just has like yeah. all this shit written on the wall. Yeah, there's and, a bunch like, of symbols on the wall in blood, a bunch of crucifixes, bunch of uh, that's yeah, yeah, a bunch yeah, of crucifixes, yeah, a uh, bunch of like random pages of the Bible that are like yeah. just like verses, po- like just yeah, pasted to the wall. Yeah. They find his tongue in a jar in there. You know who does that? Who pastes Bible pages on the wall? The Bible's a directory for all verses. That's not a thing you do. I don't. Huh. Well, how do you know which verse you're looking at? I don't. I don't know. I. I never thought. Well, if I look at the left wall, that's all the Johns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, here's my John wall. <laughs> but also, while they're checking things, like Bobby just like looks at his fridge and goes, "Eh, I could eat," and like opens up the fridge for the old cat in the fridge trick. The old cat yeah. in the fridge. In the commentary, he also makes a point to mention this. He's like, and then here it is. Oh. Cheap trick. Cat in the fridge. Really cheap. Works every time, though. It did and, not. Well, the weird thing about that... <laughs> I have never seen this movie. I was like, oh, no. Ah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I did that. And, like, the weird thing is, is, like, he opens up the fridge, sees a cat that um, rowers at him, and then, like, he's like, ah, oh, should have expected that. <laughs> yeah. The old cat in the fridge trick. <laughs> like, he legitimately says, should have expected that. Yeah. How'd the cat get in there? Good uh, That was that guy's dinner. He had a jar of some... Buddy's picture in the fridge. I'm not going to be questioning the motives of this guy. <laughs> yeah, actually, let's, why was that in the fridge? Yeah, and like they just see like see a jar in the fridge afterwards, like this girl's picture yeah. in there, and huh. then yeah, so, this guy didn't really have his <laughs> no, he did <laughs> He was writing scriptures on his walls in his blood and cut out, and somehow managed to get hedge trimmers to cut out his tongue. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's up to. <laughs> The biggest plot hole is why Bobby would eat anything out of that fridge in that place. Yeah. <laughs> he was really hungry, okay? Apparently, he skipped, yeah, he just, it's because he, he looks... skipped breakfast. The <laughs> most important <laughs> meal of the day. Um, but then also, after this that... This movie like, is very all over the place. It if is. If you haven't noticed already. Just, everything just happens. Yeah. Yeah, like... How far? There's no Are rhyme we, like, or reason to any of this. this movie. Probably, or... yeah, probably like 20 minutes into the movie at this point. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and uh, after that, it does cut to the woman, like the woman whose picture is in the jar. It cuts to her in a cemetery, putting flowers on her mother's grave. It was her mother. Yeah, it was her mother because it are. Uh, it says uh, Maria York on it. Yeah, and it also says that she died in 1981, which are yeah. uh, basically goes to show like her mother died when she was two. Yeah. Also, her father's dead. Yeah. Never. We don't get to know. Yeah, and it doesn't say why. It just him. says that he dies later. But uh, really, it's not that important if we knew not. the parents. No. But anyways, um, then it cuts back to this abandoned crack den with blood written on the walls. Yeah, and then the actual and, cops bust in. They're like NYPD, and then they're like, "Oh, how'd you get here? Are right, here before?" It's like, "Oh, it was a lucky guess." 
yeah. then they don't question them after that. Well, they have to listen to their conversations and figure it out because they're so damn loud. Like, oh, now we got to go to yeah. this place. <laughs> yeah. This is another thing that's kind of a pet peeve for me is I feel like during the screenwriting process, they just made this scene happen because they needed to fill an hour and 30 minutes. Oh, man. Because yeah. they could have just had a picture on the priest of the girl. Yeah, they could have. They didn't need to go through all of this. The fact that he doesn't have a tongue isn't like a through line through all the rest of the people that worship Satan. Yeah, they bring it up later that him not having a tongue doesn't actually do anything. Yeah, because yeah. like they even ask, like, like who cuts out their own? Like, why would he cut out his own tongue? Maybe to keep himself from speaking. But why? Yeah, like that's and then it never yeah. goes anywhere after that. That it just ends yeah. right there. And apparently he's capable of speech anyway because he was babbling all that stuff to Arnie and the subway. So God, what does happen? Is it like her being? No, no, it's her in the train, no. right? Well, I, like yeah. I said, it cuts to them going back to that, and then he's just like, whenever they're saying like, uh, like where do we go from here? It's like, well, maybe we should ask her. And like, what do you mean her? Oh, uh, 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 I met him. And then like they make this statement once again, right in front of the cops, saying, "There's five million women in New York. How are we going to find this one?" And they don't even know she's from New York. It is, it's just some random picture yeah. of some girl. They yeah, that met. yeah, there is like three point five billion people that could be. It was found in a jar. I mean, doesn't that? Narrow down the suspects, guys. Oh yeah, the jar. He did forget I bet, about the I jar. Bet the priest asked consent, so it's someone who would be okay with their picture being. Well, in the obviously, jar. the priest has to ask for consent. He's a priest. Yeah, yeah. Priests don't just take what they want. No, that'd be ungodly. <laughs> yeah, it's her in the train now. Yeah, it, okay. it does. It kind of cuts to the uh, the same girl that was in the cemetery is now on the subway, and mm-hmm. just like. Some albino homeless guy just walks up to her and is creepily smiling at her. So I will know. So he was earlier in the movie too. He was. They do uh, show him during that. Yeah, during that scene, uh, wherever it shows weak sauce Satan coming out of the car. It also shows that homeless guy there, and like it just like like, shows him like like, looking up at the camera and smiling. That's all it really shows. Yeah, but I wanted to bring that up because the next thing that happens is he goes up to the girl and just kind of stands in front of her. Yeah, he's just, like, standing in front of her and smiling like a creeper. Uh, She gives him some money to go away. He takes the money and then doesn't go away. Yeah. Yep. Uh, And she's like, I already gave you money. He's like... And, like, she's like, please leave me alone kind of vibe. Yeah, he's like, you gotta get fucked, Christina. This is why he's so weak sauce. Why does he even do that? Why? It doesn't make any sense at all. He's supposed to fuck with her. And then he shatters into porcelain. Yeah. Now, the reason I brought up him being earlier in the thing, what's the point of foreshadowing this guy? Because he's not important. Not important at all. He literally could only be in the scene, and it doesn't change anything. No, it doesn't. But yeah, like, the only significance he really has is being shattered into porcelain, saying, he's gonna fuck you, Christine. He's gonna fuck you. Yeah. Uh, then she starts screaming Bloody Mary, and everyone looks at her, because they don't see it. And then, very New York, no one gives a shit after yeah. Everyone's like, okay, whatever. Just some random yeah. crazy girl on the subway. Probably on drugs. Listen, <laughs> nobody's shitting on the bus today. That's the one. Let's just be happy today about that. Today was a good day. <laughs> the guy who was masturbating in the corner is now just pieces of porcelain on the, uh, on the floor. You don't have to worry <laughs> about it the best. If everyone else did see it, but they just didn't give a single yeah. shit. Damn, homeless. That would be pretty good. Get a job. <laughs> Always breaking. <laughs> Get a job, homeless. Just shatters into porcelain. <laughs> this is why you always be broke <laughs> anyways after that it yeah. does cut to jericho who takes a like just takes a big swig of vodka and then gurgles it yeah because it goes back to him at home basically kind of 
decompressing from the day. Yeah. Taking all of his clothes off. Looks at his wounds from being shot. And then he starts to remember the verses that were on the wall. Yeah. Which leads him to want to go and find his Bible that he has hidden away in a box. Right next to this, like, little music box that apparently has some emotional significance because he starts playing it and then immediately starts crying. It's just a box of little daughter stuff. And I I was like, okay, he has a daughter who died because... Yeah. Super subtle foreshadowing. (laughs) Extremely subtle. Yeah. But then, like... Blinking, immediately cuts it. to him reading the Bible and then like finds out that that verse uh, was oh, yeah, from Revelation twenty chapter twenty verse seven. Yeah, sorry. That's what it was. That was that was on the. There was a lot on the blood wall. That was the only one. Must have been not important. Yeah, only the twenty seven part has any. Well, yeah, the twenty seven part of, of it is uh, when a thousand years have ended, yeah. Satan will come out of his prison. It's like that's all that it really says for Revelations twenty seven. Which I didn't. But, I didn't even know. Is that? I don't even know if that's a real verse. It is. Is it? Yeah. Well, it's pretty wrong then, isn't it? <laughs> Who are you to say? Well, it's been multiple thousand <laughs> years. Maybe he came and didn't work. They they actually made that implication, though, that he's tried before, and they have to basically keep the girl away from him. But keep Arnold, try- yeah, they keep on Arnold to- thwarts him every time. It's a different <laughs> Arnold, but like it's like caveman Arnold. He's like, unga boonga. And then it's like, G- get to the cave. <laughs> <laughs> Just every thousand years, there's an Arnold reincarnation. That would piss me off. Because <laughs> <laughs> they just have to do this every thousand years. Like, God damn it. After that, it does cut to Christine going home. And, like, she just it shows her stepmother trying to say hi to her. And she just, like, runs upstairs without She's even, like, like, paying attention to her. And then automatically calls the doctor, who is also the head priest, you find out, saying... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, uh, I was telling her that, like, she had another episode on the bus, yeah. and he was telling her to calm down, and that what he basically tells her is he's like, oh, like, your mind is making all of this up because yeah. of the trauma of losing your parents at such a young age. Just take some Prozac, you'll be fine. Or, no, Xanax, that's what it was. He's like, just take some Xanax, you'll be yeah. fine. What an awful psychol- psychiatrist, too, by the way. Now, let's remember the <laughs> that's, year. That's... That's true. That's yeah. fair. In 1999, it's just like, oh my god, will you shut up? Just take more drugs. I mean, if I went to a doctor right now and told them I was nervous about planes, they'd be like, "Here's some Xanax." Oh, okay, yeah. fair point. Fair point. So, but it kind of shows that, yeah, the her psychiatrist are. I just called him like the doctor for whatever reason. Yeah, the shrink, whatever you want to call him. Doctor shrink, head priest, whatever he is. He's multiple people. <laughs> He's uh, all of the yeah. above. But yeah, like uh, the guy who did the original ritual is her psychiatrist, and then. Her stepmother is the nurse who actually took her down to like that dark underground place. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> you need to be I, paying attention there. I, I thought the guy who was possessed was one of the bishops, and later I thought he was the dude that got his tongue ripped out. <laughs> I think I, this I, explains a lot. Yeah, this does. <laughs> And after that, a cop comes to her door and says, hey, how's your security system? <laughs> how's your wife? <laughs> so uh, I guess nurse mom was like, you should have told me you were having episodes. And she was like, I didn't want you to worry, ma'am. And then like goes on like this whole like, no, you're better than everybody. Yes. You're so perfect. <laughs> That's her pep talk. You are better than everyone. <laughs> Not You'll be okay. Not everything is fine. But anyways, after that, it does another cut. To Jericho going to, because uh, well, it did say earlier that the name of the priest was Thomas, and they're saying he was having a religious crisis. Which apparently, <laughs> when you have a religious crisis, you go to an old crack den that mm-hmm. they don't want to go to anymore, and you start writing on the walls with blood. I yeah, mean, you gotta. You I have think to. That's how the church kind of hides stuff like that. Yeah. To be honest, though. but uh, 
he ends up going to Thomas's old church and starts asking questions to the priest, who just seems like he's too busy to really care that he's even there. But that being said, like, it would be, like, if the priest showed a little bit more sympathy, it probably would have been a whole lot of a better scene. So, like, uh, Jericho let it slip that he kind of lost his religion when both his wife and daughter died. And the priest was like, tell shit, you should be religious still. Specifically what he says is why he, like, the priest asks, like, why he's so angry about something. And he's like, well, I thought that it would be a great day in life if my wife and daughter lived. God didn't think so. Yeah, the priest is like, tough titties. Yeah. Priest is not a great character. <laughs> there was, no. There was a cool, like, well, I guess a cool little speech bubble there with that, though. As he said, uh, when he asks about Thomas, he says, like, uh, there's a whole new world, a world that you've never seen. Thomas saw it, and it destroyed him. He's like, it's like I've seen a lot of things, but I've never seen anything so bad it would make me want to cut my tongue out. And he's like, oh, just wait a couple of days. Very ominous. I, I kind of understood where that priest was coming from, though. I mean, if think about, like, how busy you'd be if... You're chasing down demons and stuff at the end of the days. You're not going to want to deal with some, like, cop in New York, you know, or not even a cop, just some dude who just storms in and a... <laughs> some, yeah. yeah, some security to officer that stormed in. It's like, I got questions. He's like, I got something else better to deal with. Yeah. I don't got time. And so this, le- he goes into another room. Yeah, like, the priest is like, sorry, I'm very busy. You're going to have to come back yeah. another time. Right. And then, like, walks off into another room. Yeah. And, he like, opens so, the door yeah. very wide, and you see into the room that he's walking into. There is a, yeah, a completely he, new room. There's, like, a tapestry on the wall. Yeah, and he closes the door. Arnold goes to follow him into it, and it, he walks into a hallway going downstairs. There's not a room there when Arnold walks in. Yeah, yeah. but we we even rewind. There's the clearly magi- yeah. a room <laughs> when you watch him go in there. The magic of editing. <laughs> I summon stairway. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the powers you get when you're a priest, I guess. You can make rooms disappear into stairs. Yeah, he follows him into what is apparently like this basement underneath the church. And there's like all these people on these computers in this mm-hmm. basement. And there's like th- just this woman who apparently is uh, going through a stigmata. And they're like watching over her while this is happening and this woman sees arnold and immediately starts freaking out and like the priest gets pissed at him and tells him to get out also i would like to there's like eight priests other than the main priest none of them bothered to stop him no <laughs> they got paperwork to it do. was like one of those weird like text scenes in like a spy movie where you walk in and everyone's on the computers doing like recording and it was very yeah. like not <laughs> but in a church yeah it was weird <laughs> so anyways it just cut after that it cuts to like just this random scene where weak saw Satan is just walking around New York and he just like sees all these random symbols that are written on the ground, which look like the save point symbols from silent Hill. Yeah, kind of. And then after that, it cuts to the high priest, I guess. Cause it's like, I I wrote him down as a doctor, but apparently he's the high priest or head priest. That's what it is. He's the head priest. He's a dude. Yeah. To him, like having dinner with his family, uh, weak saw Satan just shows up out of nowhere and starts asking you, like, where the girl is. And it's like, oh, like, we know where she is. She's safe. And... I got the impression that those symbols he followed on the street led to the psychiatrist. That was my impression. Yeah, that's Did what it? it seemed like. It seemed like that. That seems fair. Not for also... Satan. He should just know where he is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, for the movie, that seems fair. That that's what I was trying to imply. Yeah. But also really should just know. That's like a, yeah. that's a bad map. That's a bad way to find him. Like, hopefully he sees this and knows what it is. And... Yeah. <laughs> hopefully no one cleans it up before. 
That are some crackheads like, oh, I see these symbols and they're all leading to something. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they get followers, which <laughs> yeah, that's fair. explains that's fair. all the people later, which I guess we'll get to. Yeah, we'll get there. So, uh, yeah, and nice. then after that, like, whenever he goes to see the high priest at his house, he just like walks up to the dinner table. He's like, oh, is this your wife? <laughs> Oh, and you die. saw Satan. Yeah. How's your wife? <laughs> How's your security system? <laughs> and then it cuts to like this really weird scene where like we sex. saw Satan is having sex with the daughter and the mother at the same time, but the mother and daughter are like morphing together yeah. all while Limp Biscuit plays in the background. Yeah, this is this scene actually stuck with me as a kid, as a ten year old. Actually, when <laughs> I were you it, watching this, time, this movie as a ten year old? <laughs> I don't know, 10 or 12, I don't know, something like that. Why? <laughs> Our parents really wanted us to just sit down and shut up, so they made us watch horror movies to kind of scare us straight, I guess. Actually, I wasn't allowed to watch horror movies at my house, so Robbie had to show me all the horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> so he came to my house to get traumatized. Yeah. Similar situation. But I remember that scene, and it used to be very like, like oh, they're merging, how weird. And then I watch it now, I was like, that's kind of corny. It's not really it's good. It's pretty it lame. Dumb. Yeah. I but, like at one point, like, they fuse looking towards each other, so they're just a clump of hair. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty so much. So just, like, fucking a clump of hair for a bit. <laughs> but anyways, after they morph together, they turn into Christine, and it ends up being, like, just a big nightmare that Christine is having. Which brings up, so, is it actually a nightmare, or was this actually happening, and Satan, like, shot it to her dreams? Oh, I feel we, like that's what's yeah. happening. That's probably what is happening. That's what Weak Saw Satan does. He he screws <laughs> the wife and daughter of his followers, because that's what you do, and then yeah, you just fuck people. shoots it to his lover's mind. Like, hey, look what I'm doing. <laughs> Do you find jealous? This, impressive? this is Jeffrey's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you want to be Jeffrey's wife? <laughs> and then she wakes up screaming bloody murder. Um, Her stepmom, like, kicks down the door afterwards. Yeah, she's like, what the fuck? And she's like, oh, a bad dream. She's like, okay, and leaves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after that, it goes to, uh, it, then after the words, like, cuts to weak sauce Satan, visiting Thomas in the hospital, and, like, a cop stops him and he's just like, hey, you can't come in here. And Satan's like, yeah, but you're a kid diddlier. Yeah, he like literally says like, the scent of the children that you attract still lingers on you. Remember who you follow. And then like, he just like lets him inside. I wanted Satan to just like morph through the door. I think that would have been way more of a power like the T-1000. Move. That would have just been Terminator 2. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen Terminator 2. That's a higher tier Satan that you're looking for? <laughs> Terminator 2? <laughs> the Mormon. Yeah. So wait, let me... Okay, so we got, like, our weak sauce Satan here at, like, a, a 1 out of 10, and apparently, like, Terminator 2 is above him. That one's <laughs> on at least the a Satan four. tier list. The highest tier Satan, though, is Devil's Advocate Satan, because he doesn't really have to do anything in that movie, and he's still really effective. Man, Man. that movie's good, though. That's a, that's a really good movie, yeah. <laughs> what is going on? This I don't movie know makes me want to watch that movie. That is, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like The Devil's Advocate is a way better version of this movie. That's a, that's the a top tier Satan. That's Satan at his best. He does nothing and still does everything. All yeah. right, well, for Satan month, we'll have to watch Terminator 2 and Devil's Advocate, apparently. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but not for this, not for this month, because both those movies are very high on the critics' rating. Uh, people like those. Yeah, people actually like those movies. People did not like this movie. No! What? That's upsetting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so, um, yeah, so he goes to visit old Tommy boy, and Tom starts uh, screaming without his tongue. Well, he's not screaming. He's, like, trying to get out of his bed, but he can't because they tied him down to the bed. Well, he's screaming while doing that. He's not really screaming. 
if he called that screaming. I would. Have you tried to but scream like, without your But he goes to tell him, he's just like, oh, I heard you can see the future, so you can probably tell what I'm about to do to you. And he fucking he pulls out a cigarette, lights it, inhales, opens up the weird 90s tube they keep him in. And just blows all the smoke in there and closes it up. So he's just stuck in the smoke. This is this is how weak sauce this Satan is. He's like, you can't imagine what I'm going to do to you. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to put you on the ceiling and 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 stick and stick scissors in your hands. Yeah, and and get them in your feet too. And 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 uh, secondhand smoke. <laughs> to be fair, that's probably more dangerous than everything else he did. <laughs> secondhand smoke probably would kill more people than. And scissors. Yeah. That's how I got everyone else in the room that showed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then, like, it just kind of so cuts he's to... like the long game here. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, in 20 to 30 years, if I fail, you're all dying, too. <laughs> you're all dying of cancer. Okay, so uh, then everyone else shows up, being the yeah. cops and also Arnold and Bobby. I don't know how they knew. Well, they just go, the cops they're going them. to... Yeah, they just go there to question him is what they're saying. Oh. And they're like, well, he has no tongue. He can't talk. It's like, well, he can write. And then... And they're like, oh, no, he evaporated. Right. They find him on the ceiling. And then one of the cops is like, maybe he did it himself. (laughs) And Arnold... (laughs) Yeah. And then Arnold is like... It's like, really? Really? If he did it himself, how do you get the other pair of scissors in? Because that's That's his question. (laughs) That's That's the problem with that, apparently. (laughs) After that, it does actually cut to, like, that weird scene where the doctor apparently reads Latin really, really well, but can't read English. Because, like, he looks at the guy, or he looks at Thomas and, like, realizes that Thomas had been, like, like carving words into his, or into his body and, like, reads the Latin oh, almost perfectly. Oh, I thought perfectly. Satan carved that into him. No, 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 they were saying that Thomas did that. How? He was on the ceiling no, with th- his this hands stuck. When? Is... <laughs> That's more creative than Satan's punishment for him, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was part of Satan. I was like, yeah, that's okay, that's kind of Yeah, now we're cool getting Satan. places. And no. <laughs> no, apparently Thomas did it himself. Uh, that's what I got out of it, but maybe it was Satan it who did it. It would make more sense for Thomas for the next part, which is the last thing is Christina or, Chris, or Christ in New York. Christ in New York. Because, yeah, it's like the what got me about that scene wasn't that. It was the fact that the doctor could read Latin really well. He's like, oh, like this is a little bit harder to read. This, this is apparently in English. Christ in New York? And then, like, the scene or, like, after that, like, Thomas just, like, wakes up out of nowhere. And, yeah, like, he's about to stab you know, there's a There's a deleted scene for that part in the movie where it shows Satan using a stepladder to get him up there. (laughs) (laughs) And he's kind of like... He's really struggling, too. I should have stretched before this. Thomas, I'm going to really need you to hold still while I do this. (laughs) Thomas like... (laughs) (laughs) Satan's like, Thomas... Come on, we need to cooperate. <laughs> Thomas actually helps him get. We had an agreement. <laughs> Thomas, got, Thomas took pity on Satan and strapped him, and that's that's the real plot twist. Thomas did, in fact, do to the last hand himself. <laughs> like, but anyways, like after Thomas wakes up, like the same cop that thought that he put himself up there shoots him in the head. Yeah. So Thomas is now dead. Yeah. Uh, and then like it cu- cuts like the scene. Rest. <laughs> He finally gets some goddamn sleep after all this. <laughs> Hopefully. Because <laughs> apparently Bobby will never sleep again. Yeah. As he states after the scene. And then goes up to that scene wherever they're like, it's like, well, maybe Christ in New York means something. Maybe it's like Chris in New York or Christine in New York. Chris York or Christine Christine York. York. Yeah. And then like they, apparently that security place has everyone in New York's ID because they're able to find her on their database. They probably just steal the cops. The cops, the pro- actually, the cops probably yeah. just give it to them. 
Yeah, they, <laughs> that's buddy. So. Well, they're trying to keep all this a secret for some reason from the cops. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably not going to happen. It's like, or they're probably like, we can't tell you what's going on, but uh, we need this person's address. And the cop's like, oh, no problem. We totally won't follow you later. Like, <laughs> More plot holes this movie has. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they look it up and they're like, ooh, now we know where to go. And now we know I where guess. this girl lives. And like, it then cuts to like Christine working out an elliptical while teaching yeah. herself Italian, apparently. And then the butler was like, hey, Christine, come down for dinner i think or, or no like uh you're the person who's her stepmother is like oh she wants to meet you for lunch like go ahead and clean yourself up and get ready and she's like okay yeah. thanks and like now this i brought something up this part is shot like a resident old resident evil game where it keeps switching like the camera position yeah this actually like, bugged both of you a lot it's just so weird <laughs> But like this, such unnecessary camera work. But yeah, it shows her like getting ready to go into the shower, and then like she noticed she's stepping in blood, and like the guy who told her that like oh get ready because you're about to have lunch with your stepmom, he's just dead in the tub, and she like, has ten like, seconds later. Okay, yeah, ten seconds later. I'm and gonna then... out myself again. I thought that was the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you really were paying attention. The butler did. I... <laughs> I was, no, I was gonna ask what did happen to the butler after that. Yeah, the Apparently butler. It was dead. Yeah, he got his throat slit. That's what happened to him. But she freaks out, and then like people from the Vatican just like start busting into her house. Yeah, like, yeah. the and, buff like priests. a SWAT team kind of busting in. Yeah, yeah. And like she ends up locking herself in her room, picks up a cabinet out of all things, and, like just chucks it out of a window, and then like in an effort to outsmart them, for her to hopefully have the idea that the priests think that she jumped out the window yeah yeah even like, though she apparently lives in, like she's on like the third floor yeah she's like on the third floor but like that entire building is like her place yeah well her stepmoms anyways uh then like she throws a cabinet out but like what got me about that is she's kind of a small girl but like yeah that the cabinet force looks heavy. that she chucks that out of the window is quite a bit i mean that that cabinet just looked heavy it looked super heavy but anyways and then like she hides from them and, like, there's yeah. a scene where, like, they're coming in, like, Jericho and Bobby are coming in to go talk to her. And no, like, no, no, no. It's the Vatican stuff first. Oh, it is? All of the Vatican okay, stuff. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, uh, the Vatican goes in there and starts looking for her. And they just break everything. They're just, like, searching everywhere. And then they open the closet. And she just kind of... Wha- like, like, starts kind of attacking like cat, with the stiletto. Like a yeah. cat. She's like... <laughs> <laughs> and it was, like, attacking with the stiletto. And then, like... They take her and they restrain her down on the bed and start doing, like, this prayer yeah, like, above her, like, while holding a knife to her. And, and then that's whenever Jericho and Bobby get there. Yeah. He's yeah. like, hey, Christine, you here? We got to talk. And then, oh, God. Well, oh, yeah, because, like, the, it shows them walking on the street and they're like, well, we're private citizens going to talk to another private citizen. They can't outlaw that, can they? And, and then, like, Yes, they can. <laughs> and uh, then, like, they just notice that there's, a ca- like, this very expensive cabinet that's just, like, broken onto the sidewalk and they hear her yeah. screaming out of a third-story window. And they're like... Huh, that's not normal. They start running up to her place, oh, and immediately man. one of the guys from the Vatican just starts shooting at them. Yeah. And that's this is wherever Ugh. it becomes very bad for them to watch because it just cuts every two seconds. Not even. To a, to a different scene. It cuts every gunshot. Like, it goes... There's <laughs> so many cuts in this scene, and it's on purpose. Like, in the commentary, the director's talking about how he's like, I believe personally that all action shots should be shot very quickly so you can't see what's happening, so you get the pace of the action scene. Which, I think there should be four or five shots a second. Yeah, and so like, he wanted to go between Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, 
Bobby and the girl upstairs and like have it go between the three. Like it's all happening simultaneously is what's meant to see, but it's literally just him cutting it though. It's literally just him cutting every three seconds. So it's hard to pay attention to what's happening. I think just made it feel more disjointed. Yeah. It makes it to where you don't have any idea what's going on. And then it does the stupid action movie thing to where characters never reload their guns. Yeah, and yeah. they're just shooting. Because, like, they're just shooting without reloading at all. And there's, like, 20, 30 shots per person that's being shot. And unlike most movies, I don't think they ever actually run out of bullets in this one. No. No, besides that one gun getting jammed early on from Thomas. These you are never, magic you bullets. You never run out of ammo. Magic guns. Yeah. I summon bullets! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, all this stuff's happening. Um, like, one person's restraining Christine while uh, guy's about to stab her. And he's like, oh, no, go over there because... You have to restrain Schwarzenegger. Like go go help them downstairs. I'll take care of this. Yeah, so he's trying to restrain this girl, like, with a knife. So not very well, as you would imagine. Uh, and doing this... Like, it, it just it, it cuts a, a scene. It, it cuts a lot between Bobby shooting at one of the guys downstairs and Arnold Schwarzenegger throwing a guy down the stairs and then her trying to fend off a guy with a knife while she's breaking everything in her room. Yeah, so the big mistake the dude does is he, like, goes for a double hand stab so he's not restraining her anymore and she just kicks him off <laughs> or no she rolls out from un- under him but to summarize the scene it's vatican goes in to k- try to kill her they go in and stop them vatican escapes afterwards and then she's just like staring at them like who are you and they're like oh we're the good guys don't worry and like oh why were they trying to kill me oh i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> fuck if i know <laughs> i came here to ask you that yeah she's like but i wanted to ask you that oh they ask each other the same thing for about 30 minutes after this uh, and then arnold starts just snooping through her shit <laughs> gets called out on it too his excuse was very good though uh i only do this when i'm looking for something <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but anyways, it kind of like he's snooping around and then her stepmom comes back and like, oh, I was so worried about you, Christine. And like, oh, don't worry, I'm fine. And like, thanks, Arnold, for yeah, saving Thank you her. for saving my daughter. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And then that's what like, he says. Back. Like, I'm so yeah, I'm so grateful for you saving my daughter and just thank you. And then walks away. He doesn't say you're welcome. He says, thank you. Yeah. And then he steals from them. <laughs> yeah. And then he just like steals a book from them. <laughs> he's a dickhead. And then afterwards, like. This is a scene that both of you found rather ridiculous, which it oh, kind yeah, of was. Oh, yeah, this is the best so, <laughs> scene in the movie. So, but, uh, okay. Like, they're just, like, waiting outside of her house inside of what they consider to be an unmarked van, but they're very aware that they're waiting in, inside this van outside yeah. of their house. Because, so, like, like she, she calls up the head priest, and she's just like, uh, and he's like, bring her here. And she's like, I can't bring her here. They're waiting for us. They'll follow us. They'll find the temple. And then, like, it goes to the head priest, and he's talking to Weak Sauce Satan, and he looks at him and says, like, sorry, I couldn't convince them. And then he just, like, punches a hole in the guy's head. that's not even the part. <laughs> just sorry I couldn't convince him. Like, you yeah, have to watch the delivery of the line. It's like a two... It, these two things take place in the same 10 seconds. It's like a comedy cut. It's yeah. like, I can't take them there. They'll follow us. Smash cut to him walking up to Weak Sauce Satan and being like, sorry, I couldn't convince him. And, and then he just punches him in the head. Hilarious. He, like, punches him in the head so hard. It just, like, le- like it's just, like the edges of his head and like a big hole in the middle i was too busy laughing <laughs> to even watch the punch though yeah. it's so ridiculous like this is the one scene to watch if you must see something from this movie and then yeah. he does like that whole bad guy thing of like i'll go get her myself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then like it cuts to jericho in the van yeah bobby's he's... like talking to him, like having a heartfelt conversation and he just ditches him because he's a bad friend yeah 
Well, to be fair, I mean, his friend made good points, but no one, nobody who's obsessed with some case for no reason, which Arnold has clearly become, yeah, right, yeah. is going to want to hear the, I don't want to work for yeah, free. Yeah, because that's what he says. He's just like, it's like, oh, yeah, this would be really nice if we were being paid for it. Like, yeah. why are we just waiting outside of this girl's house for free? Like, while he's reading this book that he stole from her. Yeah. Which he did ask earlier, like, why does your stepmom have so many religious books? And she's like, oh, she's a collector. Yeah. Like, that's not weird. <laughs> But yeah, like, um, I, like that's not that's not even a lot of religious books for someone to own. It's like a Bible and like four other books. Like that's well, not a lot. It's a Bible and then four other Bibles. Yeah, that's, I mean to be fair, she had like that, an that's entire not that weird. She, she didn't have an entire wall of books. Like I think it just kind of entails that like all those books are religious books. Implies. It implies four Bibles. What are you, an extremist? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah um, so Arnold goes back in to confront uh, Christine and it's like. And the stepmom, who was so grateful a second ago, is like, what are you doing in my house? Yeah, like, what? <laughs> then again, he did just like kind of show up out of nowhere. Like, okay, why did you come back? No, he didn't even knock. He just walked in. Oh. Christine was waiting at the door, apparently. You just, you just don't enter into someone's house. Like, it th- doesn't matter how grateful you were to them a second ago. If they just come in, right? Yeah. So uh, they go back. Uh, then we see Weeksaw Satan just kind of strolling down the street. And he makes a turn and he just pisses on their house. But uh, while they're inside, like, he starts talking about the religious book that he stole from them. Yeah. And saying how, like, the symbol <laughs> that the priest had, like, apparently meant they were from the Vatican. And yes. it's like this whole scene of, like, oh, like, apparently they were the good guys. Like, why are they attacking you inside of your own house? She's like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, yeah pretty much. She's, she's like, well, why would they attack me? He's like, I don't know. I thought you would tell me. She's like, well, I thought you'd tell me. This is another scene that goes on for about 30 minutes. Yeah. And then, like, she looks down at her apple, and, like, it's apparently just filled with worms that start turning into people. Yeah, so that's actually a weird scene. She's cutting this apple because she's going to have a nice, healthy snack. And then Arnold looks down, and she looks down, and it's maggots, and they freak out, and then they look down again, and it's people. And then they look down again, and it's a regular apple. And she's like, starts going, like, sorry, I keep having these visions. And, like, they've happened ever since I was a kid. And he's like, no, I saw it, too. And it's, like, this weird premonition scene of, like, oh, like, they share something that's never like brought up again or explained why was he able to see it too this is the last time there's even visions which i think is a wasted opportunity i think that should have just kind of been the whole movie like constantly like seeing stuff that's not there yeah but here's the thing it's weak sauce satan the best he can do is make you think there's maggots in your apple uh uh, i got you (laughs) <laughs> he's actually he's just a, this is like you could replace the satan with loki and it'd actually make more sense you could replace him with any other demon period and they could pull off the same effects so uh, yeah so satan's like taking a piss <laughs> on the side of the house and see, it's like black piss yeah you see his black piss <laughs> that's revealed later <laughs> But then, like, oh. after he pisses on the wall, he, like, <laughs> lights up a cigarette and, like, drops it in the piss and the piss lights on fire yeah. and then blows up the van that Bobby's in. Well, and, Bobby like, was leaving the van, too, for whatever. Or, no, because he smelled piss, I guess. Well, he, yeah, he, <laughs> he smelled, smelled black gasoline. Piss. I'm pretty sure it was gasoline. No, he just smelled piss. He's like, who's pissing on my car? <laughs> I mean, the only reason why I don't say it's gasoline is because it just it's black for whatever reason. Yeah. Fair enough. Because, like, even whenever, like, it shows him pissing on the wall, like, there's, like, this black streak across it. Yeah, it's very viscous, though. Yeah. Not, yeah. uh, I said it was oil whenever I saw it. But, uh, yeah, apparently this gasoline oil piss is so potent that not only does it blow up the van, it blows up the cop car across the street, too. Yeah. And then, like, blows out the windows to Christine's house. <laughs> yeah, four a... times. Yeah, because like oh, it cuts man, yeah. four times a show being blown up in all different angles. Another issue I have with this movie is it will show you the same 
thing at three different angles for that's no reason. actually just kind of a classic action movie thing is that it'll make an explosion and then you see the explosion from every single uh, yeah. angle because uh even but that- the explosions aren't that like interesting in this movie like it's what okay the best one's probably exploding the diner it does show that about this, four this times this is just a car exploding which but then the other car explodes too Ooh, you got me there yeah two cars but yeah so that's happening Arnold's like oh shit we gotta get out of here and then the stepmom's like not so fast and, and then, it like starts beating the shit out of him and it yeah. just has why is she super strong demony uh that Satan was like, "Hey, you want sick demon powers?" And she's like, "Summon yeah. them." It's like, "All right, act like you're the yeah, act like you're I the summon claws." <laughs> yeah, she gets claws yeah. for like five seconds and then backhands Arnold, but somehow the claws actually scraped him and crushes him with a piano or tries to. Right? Was it a piano? Yeah. 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 Apparently, yeah, it was heavy- a grand piano. She yeah. like just smashes him with a grand piano. I summon piano. grand Apparently, piano. The heaviest, thing in the-, <laughs> <laughs> the heaviest thing in this house is a, is a bust, apparently. Yeah. Like, she actually struggles with that. Yeah, because, like, she picks up this giant bodybuilder Austrian man and throws him across the room, but then has a hard time. It's a heavy bust. bust. Yeah. I don't want to know what yeah. that's <laughs> made of. It's, it's made of lead. It's made of tungsten, apparently. But anyways, uh, after this, like, apparently he defeats her by throwing her into a glass coffee table. Yeah, that's that. as we know, that's a demon's weakness, is glass. Yeah. Anyways, as this house is burning down, they decide they're going to escape through the second floor because they go up the stairs. And, like, Weak Sauce Satan goes down to the stepmother and says, like, I gave you, like, one job and you couldn't even do that. And, like, decides to kill her by, like, just slowly pushing glass into her neck, which is probably one of the more brutal scenes in the movie. Yeah. It's actually extremely brutal and maybe the most Satan-like thing that Sa- Weak Sauce Satan does in this movie. You tell me that Satan doesn't just piss on people's property? <laughs> <laughs> That's not in the Bible. He doesn't just piss on Noah's ark and then light it on, <laughs> and then light it on fire. <laughs> Fuck your boat. <laughs> but after that, like, there's a scene where they're just randomly in the woods. Yeah, they just ran through the woods. Well, apparently. where else are you gonna run to? And like, it has this whole scene of just like, it's just like, how do you know this guy? Like, you apparently have seen him before. I saw that look in your eyes. You recognized him. And she's like, oh, I've seen him in my dreams. He makes love to me. And I don't know if I could stop him. I've yeah. been making love to him for as long as I can remember. And my favorite Which is, is Ar- a really <laughs> creepy scene, the way that she says it, But too. immediately after, Arnold's like, I've seen him, too. <laughs> it just makes it sound like he's going to be like, he was in my dreams. I've been making love to him as far as I can remember. <laughs> it's why we both saw the apple. <laughs> God. Uh, then like cops show up. Well, so yeah, they, they, they see si- yeah they see sirens, and so like they start running away. And he's like, "I know where to go." And they go back to Thomas's old church. No, no, no. They run, and because the cops show up first. The no, 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 no. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah leaving right. first. Yeah, yeah, that does happen first. Yeah, so they run down this alley, and then like the lady cop and the corrupted cop, uh, they hide because they're getting shot at. And the lady cop's like, "Hey, get out here!" And Arnold's like, "All right," and she's like, like "Drop your gun." <laughs> And he's, and he's like, like okay. okay. And he throws a gun. And he's like, put your hand behind your head. And he's like, okay, fine. He puts his and hands he puts behind it, clearly having stuff in his sleeves, by the way. Because, yeah, he puts he like very clearly puts his hands in his sleeves behind his head. Yeah. And then, like, while he's, like, saying, like, why are you doing this? The first thing she does is kill him. And well, he's like, like I don't need him. Pulls guns out of his sleeves and shoots both of them. Yeah. And then there's, like, this scene where Satan says, like, I don't need you anymore. But you, I could still use. Yeah, yeah of, that uh, scene was extremely girl. ridiculous yeah. when he's just firing both those guns at them while screaming with that look in his eyes, like, Argh! he also, he fired them like eighty times too. <laughs> yep. 
Anyways, yeah. then they're in the forest. Yeah, then that scene in the forest the happens. Yeah, then they go to the church saying that, you know, we're trying to hide her. And they go downstairs to where Stigmata Girl is. And it, it reveals that, like, all those computers are apparently, which is a technology that we're struggling with today. But apparently those computers are uh, translating what she says from some ancient language to English in real time. I mean, hey, man, to be fair, we don't got Catholic church money. That is fair. <laughs> that is very fair. Yeah, also, she was, like, crucified earlier in the movie. No, no, uh, she had stigmata. Stigmata is, uh, basically someone goes to, like, the trials of Christ, but it just happens oh. to him supernaturally. That, that, there's actually an entire other movie that deals with just that situation. Is it called Stigmata? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually called, uh, James Lee. Wasn't that, was that movie kind of good? Or is that my imagination? I feel like I kind of enjoyed that movie. That movie was all right. It actually had the same guy who plays Weeks Lost Satan. Only he plays uh, the Stigmata. No, he uh, he doesn't play the Stigmata character. He plays Isn't like he a priest. No, he, it's either a priest or like a journalist who used to be a priest or something like that. So I, the opposite it's been of forever Satan. since yeah, it's been forever since I've seen that movie. I've never even heard of it. Yeah. Maybe we should put that in the Ooh. podcast. Ooh. Okay. Anyways, back. So uh, the reason one I brought for Satan month. The reason I brought. <laughs> The reason I brought back the stigmata thing is she had holes, obviously, and now she's healed. And I think they say it's because she has faith. Yeah, yeah, she got she got all that faith going. Yeah, that's that doesn't that's not how that works. <laughs> no, you just believe I, that you don't want to. I summon have... faith healing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because so... like, yeah, he asked us like, wasn't did she have holes in her hands yesterday? It's like, oh yeah, she healed them through faith. He's just like, what do you mean? Like that doesn't work that way. And then like he just like drops the Bible down on the table. He's like, faith, it's in the Bible. Look it up. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> As for some religious people, he's really, like, not into the fact that uh, Jericho has lost his faith. <laughs> he's so pushy. Yeah, he's very he's very pushy and, like, yeah, I feel like a priest should be a little bit more understanding. Yeah. Kind of thing. Although like, I do feel like that does sum up the general argument of of the sort of the, the religious background is, you don't agree with me? Boom! Faith! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, he goes to basically ask questions about what's happening, and he starts to tell them that the number of the devil being six six six, if you oh. turn it upside down, is nine nine nine. I hate this so much because right before I joked because they're like, you know, the mark of the beast, six, and they're like six six six. No, I was like, no, it's nine nine nine, and then that's actually what they do. <laughs> it's nine nine. Just like the year 1999. Oh, it's so dumb. And then it goes on a, that whole thing of how they had to fight. Basically how they had to fight Satan every thousand years to keep him from putting his seed inside of some poor woman. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so like. Stupid. Also, they, they're like. He's joking because they are like. It has to go past New Year's. And they're yeah. like what eastern time zone and they're like no actually the gregorian calendar is based on this specific year despite the fact it happens every a thousand years it's based off it happening now and we just happen to also set up the u.s time zones in new york to also coincide with this you don't understand we've been blue balling satan for years (laughs) (laughs) that's more or less how the scene goes down yeah okay and then like they go on about how like Apparently, the one with, with stigmata had was prophesizing all of this to them, and then like he does like this whole like if I had to choose my faith or yeah, your faith or my Glock nine millimeter, I choose the Glock, and like tells Christine that he's gonna keep her safe. But like through basically, I guess some Jesus magic, they say that Satan can't see inside of churches, so she'll be safe well, like, there. I think that's actually a thing. Like Satan actually can't see you in a church, yeah. supposedly. But she chooses to stay at the church. Which I think is a smart yeah. idea because. 
this is something I'll bring up now. Why is Jericho so, like, into protecting this person? Yeah, he's obsessed, like, to a to a degree. Like, I feel like they really should have, re, like, re, like, gone back to Bobby's question to him about working for free. Because that's a really good question. Why? Yeah. No one ever answers that. Why is he so obsessed with what's going on? I feel like, in in my head at least, how it works is that he's always wanted his daughter and by this time his daughter would be around that age so i think we as the audience are supposed to assume that he's wanting this to be his daughter he's replacing this person as his daughter that's messed up that is a possibility i I guess it's better than my possibility i was gonna say i'll tell you why he cares plot convenience (laughs) yours is more accurate probably yeah Yeah, i like like like, robbers like Dry is like giving some justification to it though, like maybe because like it does go into a scene after this, wherever like it just shows him back at home, and Satan comes in, and he's just like, "Yes, yeah. no windows have been broken, the door is locked. How yeah. did I get in?" Well, like I want to bring something. I think it would actually be better if you reversed Jericho and Christine in this scene, where Christine doesn't want Jericho to leave, but Jericho's cool with like just leaving her at the church. I think that would make more sense with like how Jericho doesn't know anything about Christine, and Christine is really scared. Yeah, that would make yeah. a lot more sense. That would make more sense. So yeah, so Jericho goes home all grumpy because his not daughter is at the church. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> How dare she be safe? Yeah, and then Satan's like, "Hey, you're on meds, haha." This Don't is, drink. in my opinion, the coolest scene in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I was about to it say same thing. This is probably my favorite scene in the movie because it's like the whole like. Satan trying to tempt him, so, like, saying, like, oh, yeah, but, like, him pushing glass into her neck is probably the most Satanist thing that he does. Like, probably the temptation thing, at least biblical-wise, is probably the most Satan thing that he does is this whole temptation scene where he's just trying to, like, like, hey, I'll give you whatever you want. Just tell me where she is kind of thing. And, like, it does play in that scene, which is probably where Dry gets, like, the idea of, like, this girl would be about the same age as his daughter, and, like, he's trying to protect her like he wanted to protect his daughter because it does show the scene of... Um, and once again, E probably wasn't paying attention to any of this. Um, it during... was the daughter and the mother. I yeah, know it that. was, but like, and it's based it... off of what actually happened. Back yeah, then. it's based on what happened. Of like, uh, it shows, it kind of like shows back to where uh, he wasn't at home. He was working, but his wife and daughter were at home, and these men just like come in and execute both his wife and his daughter. Yeah, and like after the whole execution scene happens, like you hear Satan basically like narrating what happened and why it happened to his family saying that, Oh yeah, you had to testify against some really bad people that they didn't want you to testify against, but you had to, because you were a good cop. You weren't going to take money from them. Or even if they did threaten your family, but turns out that they knew where you lived and they kept their side of the bargain, but I can bring them back for you. All you have to do is tell me where she's at. Like, who is this girl? You don't even care about her. Me. I treat her like a queen. Like he's basically saying anything that he can to get him to agree to this. He's really horny. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> he is. He's been blue balled for over a thousand years, man. You know what? It makes sense that the first thing he did when he became <laughs> Satan Incarnate was fondle some girl. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's just that horny. <laughs> it's not a thousand years. It's every yeah, every thousand, thousand years. years. Since the dawn of Satan, which I don't know. I, I'm not too caught up on the Bible, so I don't know when he falls from grace. <laughs> but I think it was a long time ago. But anyways, uh, there's like this whole big back and forth like where he tells him no and like, Calls him a choir boy, boy in comparison to him. <laughs> so stupid, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but then he gets pissed off when Satan's like, we're kind of alike, you know? He's like, what? Because I'm a terrible, broken man? And I said that I'm worse than you? 
You're a choir boy compared to me. But I'm better than you still somehow. <laughs> but, like, he tells him, like, you know, just give me what I want. I'll give you whatever you want. He tells him to go to hell. And then, like, he tries throwing him through a window. Well, he's just kind of, like, banging him on the window. Well, yeah, it's kind of, like, just banging him on the window. Like, then uh, he tries shooting him. And, like, the bullet holes just, like, heal up instantly. Mm-hmm. And then pushes him all the way through the window. And, like, there's a scene where, like, he's trying to hold on to the window yeah. seal. And... Slices the hell out of his hand, but is still yeah. holding onto the window seal. And then tells him, he's just like, all you gotta do is take my hand, and I'll give you whatever you want. And he's like, okay, and like, does like this whole tricking the devil thing, where like, yeah. he, he's like, falling down, and then like, just like, reaches up to his shoulder, and like, throws him out of a window, which, however high up he is. At least a story. <laughs> At least one story. <laughs> At high. least one story. At the very least. But then, you know, mm-hmm. goes back into his house, and washes his hand with sink yeah. water. <laughs> Which, remember, he is an alcoholic. It has many alcohol. He does, but he's not going to waste it on a wound. He's going to drink that. I feel like he probably should have gauzes and stuff, too, considering his line of work. No, he just has a dish towel, apparently. Like, as he's wrapping up his hand into this dish towel, he gets another knock at his door and looks down at the car that was destroyed by Weak Sauce Satan's body. Yeah. His his Weak Sauce body. Weak Sauce Satan was tricked and flung out (laughs) of a window. (laughs) Pretty much. <laughs> to be fair. That being said, like, that whole, like, I will agree with you, like, that whole temptation scene, like, that's probably the main reason why I yeah. gave it a 5 out of 10, at least, is because, like, that whole scene, the back and forth between them was really good. That was, that was a good scene, yeah. Yeah. Um, I also want to note that when he saw the vision of the robbers coming in, or, to storm the house, he tackles... Th- what he tries to tackle the hallucinations, and he goes for the second guy, while the first guy just runs past him. I'm like, what are you doing? He, he, <laughs> he shot at the first guy. Or something. Also, I, I, it's like a weird, like, what's a hallucination and what's not, because he, can, he can't tackle the guy, but he can tackle the Christmas tree. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's weird, actually. Whenever, huh. he's, whenever he says no to Satan, like, all of it disappears, including yeah. the bullet holes, apparently. Yeah, that was it. Was it was the magic gun? Yeah. Oh yeah. Created by <laughs> Satan. That's maybe that's why the he could just heal himself. It was a fake gun the whole time. It's a possibility with that whole scene. Huh. Actually, that makes kind of that makes that more kind of, sense. Yeah, that kind of makes true. sense. Weak saw Satan couldn't heal wounds. He doesn't have the faith. <laughs> faith ability. As we see later, you're correct. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, knock. Oh yeah, actually, huh? Yeah. So he's like, knock, knock at the door, and he's like, oh shit. So he grabs his gun, and it's like. He, he, like, opens his door slightly, you know, thinking it might be Satan. He doesn't want to open the door entirely. Just slightly. <laughs> yeah, just slightly. But it just happens to be Bobby. Bobby just happens to be alive. And he looks at him, he's like, I thought you were dead. And he's like, yeah, the van blew up and I woke up in the gutter. What do you know? And he's like, man, are you real? After letting him inside the house. Yeah. Do you think if it was Satan at the door, like, Satan would still try to be all tricky? Like, when he was like, oh, how did I get in? Would he be like, what? Oh, what's that? Oh, weird. I'm still here. (laughs) You see Satan in the background sneaking out of a closet. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it would have been funnier if he threw him out of the window, and then, like, as he's climbing back up in the window, he's just, like, standing there like, whoa, how'd I get back up in here? (laughs) But he's, like, clearly messed up. He's like, oh, fuck. Whoa. I tricked you. Oh, God, my liver. Oh, my ankle. Oh, my ankle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Bobby is back in. Uh, 
fucking he just like Jericho automatic- shoots him to yeah. prove that he's yeah, he, real. Well, because like he's like he took your body is like the first thing that he says. Like so, he thinks that he's Satan taking the body of Bobby to Again, like trick him after he lets him inside the house. Yeah, and then shoots him in the arm, and like blood splatters everywhere, and he starts freaking out because he just got shot, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, I guess you are real. Of course I'm real. What the fuck is the matter with you?" <laughs> By the way, though, I know this is New York and everything, but nobody calls the cops about gunshots. Yeah. I think it's just a bad part of the city. No one cares that they're doing drugs all the time either. That's because drugs are cool. Yeah, that's true. It is the 90s when <laughs> the pinnacle of drugs are cool, of yeah. course. Yeah. Anyways, they have a back and forth for a little while, and they're saying, like, how are we going to save this girl? And, like, he ends up telling Bobby, like, meet me at this church in an hour and ends up cutting back to the church while they're yeah. talking to it is Christine. an hour later i don't know why he didn't just say hey meet me at the church they're not keeping track of the time very closely yeah i at guess this not. point anyways they could have just said once again meet me at the church plot convenience he could have literally just moaned while pointing his thumb backwards <laughs> for how much <laughs> how linear this movie is and people would just be like yeah it's anyways like it does reveal that like apparently this uh he has to have sex there between the hours of 11 and 12 while they're at the thing so like oh yeah yeah that's what they said it has to happen between the hours of 11 and 12 i don't remember that yeah they do say that i think it's more of an ocd thing and not like a religious (laughs) thing like saying just like it's gotta be 11 and 12 that's my thing bro so long it It has has to be be perfect perfect. yeah yeah The mood has to be just right. <laughs> I want to go off when the fireworks go off. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, we get back to the church. Uh, the priests are like, they're all surrounding Christine while they're talking to her. The quote unquote bad priest. Yeah. Are- and then like the Vatican priests start coming in and like, oh, we're here to help. Kind of thing, and then like she recognizes one of the guys because it was like the guy who tried stabbing her, and she starts yeah. freaking out. Buff priest, yeah. And then like <laughs> there's like this whole thing between like the Vatican priests and the other priest of uh, how like this is wrong and you shouldn't be doing this because you can't fight violence with violence. And he's just like, nope, this is what we're doing. Like we're gonna kill her so he can't have sex with her. And like sound, yeah, yeah. The they way. should do that. Actually, I maybe it doesn't even have. To, she doesn't even have to be alive though. That is a possibility. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> oh, so they, he's like, I'll, I'll never, still do it. Whatever. They never. They never, they never explore that route in the movie yeah (laughs) he doesn't need her to be alive he just needs the body (laughs) one of his cultists is just like satan that's that's disgusting every thousand years henry (laughs) (laughs) uh so vatican they got all the priests tight well just just held i guess (laughs) yeah and he's about to stab her they make a point like they read her rights i guess it's not so much reading her rights they're praying for her well they that's what they phrased it as though that they're reading her rights (laughs) Uh, the last, it's kind of like the last rites, like almost, uh, kind of like what a priest would read someone who's getting the electric chair. I guess. Right. Yeah. But, uh, why? Yeah. Yeah, it's dumb. Listen, we're but also, like this it's chick, yeah. but we need to give her a proper send-off. <laughs> it's a proper send-off because it's one of those, like, she's innocent, but she's going to be used for evil things. And, like, right before he's about to stab her, he does say, God, forgive us. Yeah. And, like, he goes to stab her, and then, like, the blade just gets shot out of his hand, basically. Very dumbly. <laughs> it looks then, stupid. Yeah, and then, like, there's, like, a little bit of a blade left. So he's like, I'm going to kill her with this half an inch of a blade. And then he, like, it just shows Jericho shooting him in the hand. He's like, hey, I could do this all day. Uh, after that, like, there's a little bit of a back and forth of, like, it's like, oh, well, we're here to do a job, and I'm not afraid to die. And, like, he's like, oh, okay. Well, I'll I'm not afraid you. to kill Yeah, I'm not afraid to kill you. Let her go. And, like, and he's like, okay, we'll let her go. And then, like, Satan just appears up out of nowhere and, like, 
all the candles start freaking out and it seems yeah, like, like another earthquake is happening. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, Satan, you can't be in the church. And he's like, I can handle the pain of church. What kind of pain can you handle as like a little like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to hurt you bad. And he fucking bitch slaps the main fo- the main bishop. He's like, well, but It actually wasn't even that. Like just some random bishop who doesn't have any screen time other than this walks up with a cross and like starts telling uh, him yeah. to leave the church. And he responds by grabbing the cross and stabbing it in his forehead. Yeah, and the next he bishop slaps the main bishop. Yeah. And he just falls. Doesn't even bother killing him. No, you don't need to. But all of this, like, Jericho and Christine are, like, they're not even sneaking properly out of the church. They're just, no. like, walking down a secondary <laughs> path that he just yeah. apparently doesn't see them. Yeah. Walking down the secondary. You could see him from where they're yeah. running. Yeah. <laughs> and Weeks last day is like, Jericho, I know you're here. I mean, the only plot point I can think of that one is they say, once again, like, he can't see through the church kind of thing. So maybe... What if it's actually he can't see in the church? Yeah, as I'm saying, he he can't see in the church, so he just blind the entire time, maybe. (laughs) That's the only plot point I can think of, and he just, like, falling down. That has to be, because it's just in his peripheral. Like, you would see the movement from the corner of your eye, you know? But anyways, like, yeah, they're sneaking out of the church, and then, like, there's, like, this Wilhelm scream moment as he's killing, like, the main priest who tried killing her the first time. He kills all of them. Yeah, basically. he does kill all of them. Like, it does show, like, the scene uh, with the last priest of him saying, like, the end of days is going to happen, whether you want to or not, you failed. And, like, turns his head at 180 degrees and then shows them running in an alleyway that just happens to be right next to the church. And then it apparently is just, like, filled with Satan worshippers because they just yeah. show up out of nowhere and start beating the shit out of Jericho. But then, whoa, it's Bobby. He's got yeah. a car. Which, to be fair, it makes sense for all the Satan worshippers to be there. Yeah. But because it's just like they went from we... they went from height like there's no one in that alleyway to now it's they're completely blocked off by them holding flashlights like yeah, yeah. so kind they, of they they run to Bobby Christine gets in but Bobby locked the door and uh, Jericho can't get in and I was joking at this point I just thought like Bobby was just salty from the fact that Jericho shot him <laughs> still <laughs> <laughs> so shooting me in the arm you piece of shit <laughs> yeah and then he just drives like 10 feet yeah he just sits there and keeps watching it all happen yeah just like he just As... watches these Satan worshippers beat the shit out of him ever loving hell out of him uh, then... also this I hate how this is shot yeah, it's it, another one of those action scenes to where it's cut every two seconds so you can't actually see yeah. what's going on. It's literally every single time they hit him, it cuts to another shot. And there's multiple people beating him simultaneously, so yeah. it's cut pretty often during the scene. Like, I was saying the, while watching, like, watching scenes like that just, like, makes me appreciate good fight scenes like the one in Old Boy so much more. Yeah. Or, like, The Raid or, like, John Wick. Yeah. That's why people appreciate those movies so much, because you can see what's going on. I will say this, like, the one thing that was really cool about that scene, though, is afterwards whenever Satan goes out there and, like, tells him, like, oh, I could have gave you everything, but you uh, decide not to take it. The cool thing about that shot is, like, even though it's raining cats and dogs outside, uh, like, yeah, Weak Sauce Satan is actually dry the entire time. Like, the rain just does and touch him. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't <laughs> even notice that, actually. Yeah, that's something that I noticed I'll during just, that scene. I'll just take that for fact. I, I can't prove it. Or you can't prove it, it and right you're not going to watch the movie again to, no. to prove me wrong. <laughs> yeah. There's also a dog that's flying in the background if you oh, pay attention. Probably just going to start saying shit now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, and then it goes off to that scene where he's just like, I could kill you, but I won't. I'm going to do something worse. And like, he just crucifies him right outside of a church, basically. I even really crucifies because he doesn't like stab him or anything. Yeah, well, he, yeah, he doesn't like stab him. through his hand, but like, it's kind of the same crucifixion as if they just tied him to a board in yeah. the crucifixion. Uh, but like, Satan's like, you're going to wish I would kill you yeah and i'm not gonna but like it's not that bad <laughs> yeah like he should have just killed him weak sauce i'm gonna I'm, I'm tie you to this and and, and, and lift you up and leave you I. not completely hurt though you'll be fine if someone gets you on time yeah here pull on this rope for me no 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 i need help <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Because, uh, you know, plot convenience. Then we saw Satan gets into uh, Bobby's car, and uh, uh, Christine can't exit out the door, unfortunately. Although, I'll give him the benefit of, like, she's saying, like, she wouldn't stop him if she did. Well, it could be just one of those, like, conditioning. There could be a couple different reasons. Like, one, maybe he can, like, lock doors individually in that car for whatever reason. Yeah, maybe it just happens to be, like, one of those uh, cop cars. Because, like, a cop car, you can't open the back door from the inside. Satan's just locked in there. But here's the other thing. On some of the camera shots of when Bobby locks the doors, it makes a point to have a shot of you seeing the lock on the door go down. Yeah. So she could literally yeah. pull the lock up. Right. But like I said, the only thing that <laughs> they I... They should have just had a like, other... two-minute scene of her, like, keep pulling it up while he's locking <laughs> it. <laughs> but it could also be, like... Because she does say earlier on in the movie that she's not sure if she could stop him yeah, that's if what he I was tried saying. kind of thing. I, so maybe like, she's just I too scared to do anything. I won't rag on him too much there. Yeah. It is plot convenience, but it's also, like, maybe she's just too scared to react kind yeah, of thing. So they drive off. Uh, he's getting real handsy. He doesn't really get handsy at that scene. He just, like, looks at her and, like, does a creepy smile. Well, he gets real close they... in the, like, silhouette yeah. drive off. Yeah, and then they just drive off and, like, the silhouettes kind of get close. And then, like, it yeah. goes to the next morning up or on the side of the building. And, like, the main priest, the way that they structured it, it looked like he was just going out for a walk. It didn't look like he went out there to check to <laughs> yeah. see if he was yeah. okay. He's, He's like, oh, man, I almost died, but, man, Last I need to get my crazy. cardio. Yeah. I need to smoke. I need to, oh, oh fuck. Yeah. Because, like, he's out. Yeah, he was dressed in cardio clothes or something. He's dre- he yeah, he's even... in a leather coat and a beanie. Yeah, he didn't, like, he wasn't that worried about the end of the world apparently going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, he, it looks like he just, like, went out for a walk almost and he just happened to notice this. Yeah. Even though he just got bitch slapped by Satan the night before. I know and... the world's going to end tomorrow, but, uh, light bill's not going to pay itself. <laughs> but, yeah, goes out there, notices that Jericho is, like, just hanging from this from the wall and they take him and start tending to his wounds and like there's a scene where they're like stitching up his Uh, head i hate this scene so much i'm i'm very like grossed out by needles and stuff so this scene was especially from how quick this scene just gets cut in it's so funny though because i would say half the movies we've watched on this podcast so far have something to do with a needle i know you dicks Anyways, back to Anyways, the movie. Yeah. Uh, so they're stitching. Uh, I don't know why they did this. It was daytime, and then they cut to six hours later. Because like he asks, like, how long have I been out? I was like, oh, most of the day. It's about 7 p.m. Like, like, oh, why did they just well, find it's... him when it was late and then bring him in? Yeah, that like, would have made way more sense. <laughs> they took their time suturing him or what? Suturing? Sub-it? Suturing. Yeah. But anyways, it then like cuts to the scene wherever he goes back to like the security station where they just have info on everybody because like he pulls up uh, Bobby's license plate and finds out exactly where the car is at and like just pulls all the guns out of the gun uh, yeah. safe. And, and like, like the chief's like, what do you do? And he's like, my job. Yeah. <laughs> So the, he's like going to fight. Uh, he's he found the car. He watched the cop. Like the cop just shows up conveniently yeah. at the same time. The cop's also late. Yeah. But so like, he does a GPS tracking thing to track his old partner's car. And then it goes to this old abandoned. It looks like a theater. Also, the the dude's like, you know, the police are looking for you. And he's like, well, I got to do something first. And the guy should be like, yeah, that's the problem. We don't want you to do anything. <laughs> that's the point. We, you're doing things. They want you to be not doing things. <laughs> And I see you have all these guns now, so that's a problem. Okay. So, and then like he just follows her down a bunch of hallways. It's an annoying scene because we're just watching him follow. It was actually really dumb and annoying and super unnecessary. I thought he follows her into this abandoned theater theater building, which leads into an abandoned secret area, which leads into a subway, which leads into the actual area where they're having the ritual. 
You could cut this entire part. Yeah, you really Besides could. That. There's this, and then there's that scene. Like, it feels unnecessary, and it feels like like it wasn't meant to be funny, but it's kind of funny. Wherever like there's a blind man where that has his eyes oh, sewn right. shut. That he just like it's like, do you seek to go inside? Yes. I see you have hatred and vengeance in your heart. You may pass. <laughs> and then it's it just, almost like a body python skit. Yeah, yeah pretty much actually. Yeah. But, like, it's unnecessary, and it's almost, like, unintentionally funny. But anyways, yeah, and then, like Dry said, it goes from an old abandoned theater to, like, this old, like, that scene with that man with his eyes sewn shut to a subway to the actual place where the ritual is happening, where there's, like, all these people who yeah, are, like... like, a hundred cultists just kind of chilling. They're chilling, <laughs> watching two people fuck. Not, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. They're getting, well, ready, getting to. ready to. But Arnold is, like, play. this giant six-foot-three dude. He's the only person not in a robe. And he's, like, trying to make his way into the crowd. He's, like, with his head down, trying to blend in. The only person who sees him is the cop, who's, like, what the hell? Yeah. The crowd was very asleep during this scene, too. Yeah. Like, I was I was not impressed. Nobody wanted to be there. <laughs> it felt like going to church, which I thought, like, if it's something for Satan, it should be the opposite. It should be, like, a rally. It should be, like, a rock you know? band playing. You're talking yeah, about everyone should be this really happy. The... We needed, they should have all the, like, quote-unquote Satan things. There needs to be a rock band. There needs to be people playing D&D. There needs to be all that shit. No, it couldn't do that because then you'd be like, fucking, yeah, Satan's dope. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I want to be Satanist. It just seemed like a place where someone would whisper to someone else, like, this this better be over by two, I swear to God. Like, oh, if he brings out the crackers. Barbara, you know the game's on at 2.30. You know that. I told you that I had to be there for it. <laughs> oh, 2.30 in the morning, <laughs> apparently. Because <laughs> this is near, we're also almost at midnight. I don't know. Like, theoretically. Can we go to bed? Can we? <laughs> So yeah, this is their New Year's thing, is they want to watch someone fuck on New Year's. Um, Listen, Rogers, we came here to watch two people fuck. You knew this already. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I told you last week at my grandmother's house when we were having lunch, we were going to go to the ritual on New Year's Eve. We were going to watch Satan fuck the girl. I told you that two weeks ago. You had time to plan around the schedule. D- does he really need to make a show of it, though? Does he really need to go through every motion? <laughs> Do we need to see the foreplay right now? Is all I'm asking. <laughs> so, yeah. Listen, he needs to prove he's not weak sauce, even though we all know he's weak sauce. <laughs> he's so weak sauce, the crowd's bored. That's all I'm going to say. It's the crowd doesn't want to be have, there. You're two people fucking, one of which is Satan, and your crowd's bored. How do you You should at that? least be terrified, <laughs> yeah. not bored. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Arnold's like ducking and weaving through the crowd. Uh, cop catches him and pulls out a gun, and she's like, nothing. She doesn't say anything. And then, bam, gunshot. Oh, man, Arnold pulled out a a second gun and managed to shoot her before she was ready, I guess. And then the crowd's all freaking out, and you see Satan be like, Oh, hey, Arnold, you're here. (laughs) Yeah. And Arnold pulls out a minigun, or a machine gun, and is like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Kills a whole bunch of people. Shoots everyone but the girl with a machine gun, by the way. Somehow. That he never reloads, by the way. Yeah. Like, there's, like, this weird scene where it's just, like, I told you there's darkness in my heart. It's like, then you should be joining everyone else, then. I told you I have darkness in my heart. Then you should be by my side, security guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's that's a pretty good paraphrase, actually. What have I been paying you for? (laughs) I heard you at the beginning of the movie, and all you do is fuck my shit up. (laughs) So, um... There's that. Uh, There's that. And then, like, he pulls out Bobby as kind of, like, his uh, gotcha Well, no, card. no. First, he gr- Arnold shoots the Satan and then grabs Christine and, and then is like, threatening I'll, I'll to kill her. shoot her. Kill yeah. her. And then he's like, you won't. You don't have the balls. And he's like, I will. Oh, yeah? What if I pull out Bobby? And then Bobby walks up. He's like, man, it's pretty neat <laughs> being a Satanist. <laughs> he's like, how are you doing this? How could you possibly do this? 
you would be amazed the things that you agree to when you're on fire. Which is a good point. That's yeah. honestly, honestly a really good argument. <laughs> yeah, so he's he's about to he has a pistol too. Everyone just defaults to pistols, yeah. you know. But they're having this standoff of like, don't do this, Bobby. You're better than this. And Bobby's like, Yeah, I can't do this. Sorry, Satan. And so Satan sets him on fire. And what I feel like they should have happened is where Bobby comes back and is like, You know what, Arnie? Did it twice, not doing it a third time. <laughs> and just starts shooting him. <laughs> Oh man! So they start running. Ar- is this when Arnold pulls out the rocket launcher? Not a rocket launcher. I think it's it an attachment. A, 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 attachment. Yeah, it's to a his machine gun. Yeah, it's a grenade launcher attachment to his machine gun. Yeah, and like uh, shoots a pipe that like just blows up in spectacular yeah. '90s fashion. Huge explosion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Satan then, in the middle. And then after this, like even though all the Satanist followers scatter, they're all chasing him now through the yeah. subways. Very slow. So many abandoned subways. in yeah. this. And yeah, well, like, no, they like they never actually. Oh, you're right. Like cause... they're they're always just like at a walking pace too. Like they're running away, and there's always a, like they do like that serial killer thing where they're walking, but they're keeping pace with them. Yeah, Cardio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then a train comes and almost hits them. Not so abandoned. Yeah, they're like holy. Sh-. The train guys like holy shit! I almost hit you guys. They're like go. There's people trying to shoot us. Oh, yeah. oh shit! There is probably one of the Satanists. We're like there's trains down here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This was abandoned. I thought it was. It's almost New Year's. Why are they running trains? Why 2K and all that shit? That actually is a good question. <laughs> I wonder if they were running trains or not, or if people just shut the fuck down. I think down. people would be so scared to run a train on Y2K. But also, people that, don't. That's a don't say that sentence. That means something different Wait, in what? some context. Why did I say? Well, no, it kind of with Y2K. Yeah, I think people mostly ran trains on Y2K, actually. Well, no, if uh, computers are part of the system, then probably not, because they thought all the computers were going to shut down. Well, you run trains with KY. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Rocky. I think there's a generation gap going on here. <laughs> no, I think if anybody was going to run a train, they were going to run a train that night. No, you do it on any night. What? I've... KY's forever. I give up. All right. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> they get on yeah, this they're... fucking train. The, yeah, they're almost get by a train. All right, get on the train. Tell them to drive. Shoot some fuckers. And then, like, as they're they're getting away on this train, they're just like, oh, Satan's on the track. And, like, the guy tries to slow down again. And he's like, nope, keep going. What was Satan's plan here? To get hit by the train? I think it was, actually. (laughs) I don't know. He's an idiot. (laughs) Get ready for this. I'm going to disappear into the... He was going to, like, teleport into the train. But he was like, oh, shit, it's coming really fast. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, after he gets hit by the train, like, they go to the back of the train and, like, make sure that he was actually hit or something and then she makes this whole or no i guess before she made a gesture like you know i feel a, real, or a lot better oh, about right, this right, right. gave me a gun and yeah, like, so he does like a really a cool yeah he does like this really quick rundown of how for, of how she can use a pistol but and they bring something up that really annoyed me like you gotta watch the recoil there's no recoil ever in these movies <laughs> no in real life there would be though also yeah. on her very first shot she hits her target which i've fired enough guns they're kind of actually hard to hit things with. No, and this apparently was just really like holding her down so she could aim. Apparently, uh, apparently, unless it's his guns. Apparently, his guns are so accurate while firing in full auto, he can hit people. Yeah. around someone else. So yeah, this was earlier. Uh, back to where we presently yeah. are. Uh, Satan fucking like from the bottom hand- of the train grabs her ankle, <laughs> and then Arnold with a machine gun shoots. Only Satan's hand. I, I, I would have been so pissed if someone shot a machine gun that close to my feet yes. in any situation. <laughs> I would be I'd be like, no, kick the hand. Don't shoot. Don't shoot me. The my only, foot's here. The only thing that could make it worse is if Arnold just grabbed the grenade launcher and then shot him. <laughs> but then it's magically been great. only hit his hand. 
Uh, that happens. Uh, Satan's now on the roof, tries the same thing for some reason, thinks it's going to work this time. And then, like, the train conductor comes out and goes, what's going on? And then, like, his hand just, like, goes through the guy's chest and pulls his heart out. Yeah, we're going Mortal Kombat now. Yeah. And then, like, pulls the train conductor out. And then, after that, like, they get the bright-ass idea of saying, like, oh, let's separate the cars. Yes, and this is so dope. So, she runs to the back train car. Arnold's still, like, second from last train car and starts unhooking it. Why did he just also get on the back to unhook it? I feel like he's just, like, has so much testosterone, he's no longer thinking clearly. Like, he's shooting at her face. She, he, she's like, what the fuck, Arnold? And he's like, oh, 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 we'll, de- we'll detach the trains. Oh. <laughs> His eyes are dilated. He's just sweating profusely. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Arnold, whatever you say. But... <laughs> she's just super unsure about how much PCP he's done at this point, and she yeah. does not want to ask. She's just yeah. too scared. So uh, he has yeah. to jump the train because he's dumb. Yeah. Uh, but because yeah, he happened to be standing on the other train, he has to do the dramatic jump to the other train afterwards and like does the thing where he's like yeah. hanging off the ed- edge of the train. But his feet are hitting the rails. He should not have legs anymore because the train <laughs> has not slowed down that much. I think he even made the noise like... Yeah. And it's like, he's flintstoning this train right now. But it's doing that. And like, as this is happening, like Satan just happens to be on the other train. He's like watching all this happen. Yeah. And like like, somehow... once idiot. I would say once like somehow this tiny woman pulls up this six foot three bodybuilder up onto this train. But then again, she threw a very heavy cabinet through yeah. a window earlier. Actually, maybe Arnold's just light in this universe. Maybe. Do people you seem think to be they, th- they had like around. a George Lucas moment where like the director really wanted Arnold to stop that part of the train with his feet, like, like brakes. <laughs> and like the people, everyone else is like, we're not doing that. That's, that's, that's too stupid. much. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm so. sorry. <laughs> Arnold does manage to get onto the train. Then he pulls out his grenade launcher. Yeah. Cause like, shoots. because Satan is Satan. He just ha- happens to have like this crazy jump distance and like tries he, to he's jump. He's like a vampire the... at this point. Yeah. And like, uh, he ends up shooting him with like, I, I want to say that's his last grenade. No, he had like launcher, eight. But he had more on his belt still. Like but his yeah, next like, one. Well, the have thing been is, his though, last. is like it shows like during that scene whenever he's loading up, it shows him loading up three grenades. Yep. And then he shoots three grenades, but he still has one left at the end. He, yeah. No, he has two left because he loads one, and then also still has one on his belt. Yeah, I guess. So he had five at least. <laughs> but yeah, he shoots our uh, Satan the third time, and like for some reason hits Satan. And then blows up like seven or eight seconds later. Yeah. And somehow they're safe while this train's exploding right in front of them. Uh huh. And then all they have to do is get to the back of this other train while it like gets sandwiched the entire way up to this yeah. other train. And then they're safe. No, no, no. It's even worse because they held on to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> when it that's, collided. That's why they're safe because they held on to that bar. Yeah. It's like. It doesn't how- matter that they smash into another train at 100 miles an hour. <laughs> it's like, how do you avoid a nuke? You get under a desk. Yeah. yeah, that's the only thing that protects you. How do you save yourself when a train wrecks? Grab the bar. Arnie, this isn't going to work. And he just breath reeks of PCP. He's like, the whole In reality, like, he broke every bone in his body and every bone in her body, but he was so high he couldn't feel it, and he just, like, dragged her lifeless body along. Yeah. So then they, they get off the train and go somewhere, I guess. Well, it, the reason, like, because the whole thing with that is, like, when the first one exploded, apparently it hit the, the wall where the subway ends. <laughs> And then, like, they crash into the back of that one. But since they were on the car that got disconnected, they weren't going quite as fast. And, like... They were only going 90 miles per hour. Yeah. Yeah. It sh- like, as they're escaping, it shows Weak Sauce Satan. And, like, 
He's in bad shape he's at this dying. point. Like, he's just a torso with a head on top of it. And, like, like everything like, is destroyed but the head. Yep. He's like, ah, and then gets out of that body. Guess I'm done with this one. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I know. He's like, oh, shit, this was yeah, not a, a good like, idea. Has this whole speech of, like, how do you expect to defeat me? For I am forever. And then, like, jumps out of that body. And that body's just done. It's been done for a long time, let's be real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyways, they get up to the main. They go back to the church. But, like, uh, they, they get up to the subway. They church. Yeah, it's a church. So they get up to the streets, and, like, sa- like Satan followers just happen to be waiting oh, yeah, for them yeah. right outside of the subway station. And they chase them into a church. They lock down the church, which with apparently two is candles. Full- yeah. Yeah, with, like, these two candle... Uh, sticks. Yeah, they're, they're candlesticks, but, like, they're trying to think of the name of, like, a long one. I think that's long a candle stand. candlestick. <laughs> yeah, those are just a, a stand, A candle stand, I guess. I guess. Yeah. But uh, they use those, like, uh, bar the doors. And then, like, apparently this church is full because, like, there's a bunch yeah. of people, like, listening to service on is, New Year's Eve. Is is New Year's Eve a service a thing? It actually is. It is, yeah. Uh, belie- right. Believe it or not, that's actually what I was doing during Y2K is my mom dragged me to church. Did you pray? No. I was actually telling dirty jokes with other kids inside of the little kids section of the church. I was singing Aaron Carter. That sounds accurate. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it. I was barely <laughs> functioning. And then Rocky. Rocky was probably setting fire to buildings. Hey, come on. Now, <laughs> that, that hurts my feet. Oh, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they're in the church. Yeah, and they're in the church. And Arnold's like, like, hey, hide. Yeah, he tells her to hide. And then like has this thing where he's like reloading his gun. And, or, and well, I, I guess we should this... also say, like, he fired some rounds into the ceiling of this church telling everyone to evacuate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. And, like, he tells her to hide. So, here's Actually, the how thing. how they get out? Yeah, if they evacuate, wouldn't the Satanists just get in how they got out? Apparently there's an exit that we didn't know about. Actually, through I think my theory might be more correct. I think it wasn't Satanists. I think it was just rioters. Yeah. yeah. So they didn't give a shit he, after they Yeah, he they did say in. that. Like, it could have just been people who were rioting. It was just New, New York rioters. <laughs> it was Y2K. But anyways, like, they're in the church, and, like, at this point in time, like, either the Satan worshippers or the rioters, could have been both, could have been neither, they just, like, stop pounding on the doors. Yeah. And, like, he has this moment wherever, like, he just, like, looks up at the, cru- or at the crucifix of Jesus on the wall. Yeah. And, like, has this moment where he realizes, like, I know what I have to and do. And I hate this scene and, so like, much. And, like, throws his gun away and then asks God for strength. And Not then, even that, he's just, like, Yeah, he says, help. help. He, he's, like... He's like, please, God, help me. Give me strength is what he says. And then after that, like, there's this really dramatic scene where, all, once again, all the candles turn to flamethrowers. All the marble statues out of all things. Yeah, they're all set on fire. fire and fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's not a The ceiling just yeah. collapses. A quake uh, sends all the, what are those uh, the seats called? Pews. Oh, oh, the pews. Like, yeah. yeah, and they do a wave. But luckily, they oh, yeah. all laid upright, so they wouldn't have to re-shoot anything yeah. ever. Uh, all of the win- all the stained glass windows light up and then immediately explode. Yeah, and then like CGI Satan just like pops up out of the ground. Weak and, sauce, CGI yeah, weak Satan. sauce Satan, kind of like the boss from the Gauntlet sixty four. He looks like a worse version of that. Yeah, yeah, he looks like a less colorful version of it. Yes. The CGI in this is god awful ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah. That being, like, I think the only time the CGI was actually really good was that, that scene where that guy, like, broke into porcelain. Not I don't know, really I like the, um... Cloaking. When he breaks, breaks. I, I think it's the cloaking right. was cool. Yeah, the breaking itself. Uh, the cloak? Uh, with the, in the beginning where he's cloaked. 
Like he's a demon. Oh yeah, the predator qu- cloak that he does. Yeah, I didn't think that. Yeah, was that one's of... that one's decent. I think it's because it's clear, so you can't notice. Any yeah, but here's issues. the other thing: Predator did that ten years prior, and it was better looking still. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too picky. <laughs> I'll take it. Camouflage <laughs> is camouflage. All right. So, but anyways, uh, yeah, you see Satan, and like he just like ah eh, fuck it, and like just jumps into Jericho's body. Yeah, which good plan actually. Yeah. Yeah. And then like there's a scene where we're, like. Kind of the same kind of scene towards the beginning of the movie, wherever the the man is what they call because like that's literally what he's called yeah, in the, the man. Uh, yeah that's literally what he's called in the credits is the man. Whenever he gets uh, possessed, it's a very similar scene only with Arnold Schwarzenegger this time. And then like calls over Christine, which had the worst hiding spot ever. Yeah, she's just, like hiding. She's just kind of squatting. Yeah, she's like kind of squatting behind this, <laughs> not even a wall. I don't even know what the fuck that was like. It's just a little stand. pillar. Yeah. yeah, just like a little pillar, like that's off to the side. She's like, "Phew, good thing Satan's gone." Yeah. <laughs> and like, she's like, "What happened?" He's like, "Oh, we won," and she just automatically takes his word well, for it. That transition yeah. scene was awful because that was the most Arnold Schwarzenegger noise moments of the whole movie. He's just like, yeah. ah, 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 and it was just absolutely ridiculous. Like if you watch that again, it's just you know stereotypical Arnold Schwarzenegger noises just the entire time. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, then, uh oh, something's kind of off about which also Jericho. like uh, yeah, I was gonna say something's kind of off, but like right after it's done with the scene of him being possessed, who I forgot to mention, like it shows like it's three minutes to midnight. Yeah, they oh yeah, they cut to it being three minutes to midnight to cut back to the church. Yeah, well, we gotta know he's only got three minutes to do a fuck. Yeah, yeah, well, that's actually the thing. Like if if, if it was Satan, you think he'd be too prideful to do it then like he'd probably be like oh hour and a half too late for me <laughs> it's like oh wait thousand i years. Uh, three minutes i need way more than that you know what i'm saying <laughs> I need i've been waiting a thousand years hard. but i need more than that <laughs> i need more time than that but yeah and then like yeah Sage. she's like getting ready to leave and like he just like grabs her hand and he's like don't worry this is how it was meant to be and like, yeah, starts- he just starts dragging her to the main like to stand. So like the, yeah, like it was almost like the, yeah, up to the altars where he starts yeah, dragging yeah. her up to, and like takes a like even though he has three minutes to fuck her, he <laughs> looks up at the uh, at the crucifix of Jesus and goes, "You died for nothing," and then like starts ripping off her clothing. All you did was buy them time. <laughs> yeah. And are then, you happy uh, now, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> Look at me now. Are you happy? <laughs> we I did this for you, Satan. All the way. Desperate three-minute fuck. Just give them this still yeah. time. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, he's doing that, but, oh, whoa, it looks like Jericho could actually fight back. Whoa. Yeah. And, like, as he's, like, trying to, like, just get his first kiss in, he, he starts doing, like, the ten, nine, eight of, like, the final No, countdown. it's not even that, that close. Like, yeah, it's, it, like, it, a minute or so still. No, I, like the, I'd like to believe it's 10 seconds, and he's like, oh, that's, that's enough time. <laughs> I, he's like, I, I need more play still. <laughs> he just turns into that scene from a group, like, <laughs> 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 Look, it's weak sauce Satan, so you know the next scene would be like, I, I can't get it in! And <laughs> <laughs> I've never gotten this far before! <laughs> Dad! <laughs> What do I do now? I don't know. I never got this far. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Jericho is like, run. Yeah, like, he, run, uh, Simba. like she has like this whole like, you can fight him. You're stronger than Weak Sauce Satan. He's a choir boy compared to you. And Weak Sauce Satan is like, wow, really? <laughs> Looks at one of the marble statues that was on fire a second ago and yeah. realizes it's holding a real sword. Yeah, a real ass sword. And like, he just like has enough strength in him to tell her to run. And she runs away and like, 
he goes and he impales himself on the sword, even though yeah. he just has to hold him off for 10 seconds. He so jumps into the you, sword, too. Interesting thing, that wasn't Arnie's character. That was Satan so embarrassed about the whole ordeal, he just straight up <laughs> killed him. <laughs> He's like, I can't even handle this, man. <laughs> this is the first. He actually was so repulsed by what he saw. I'm not going to go into the new millennium as a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's 1098s. Uh, yeah, like after he jumps onto the sword, what Dry describes is like the worst CGI fire ever. Mm. It like, looks so bad. Yeah, it just like comes out of him and like it shows like Satan roaring at him and then like going back to hell basically. Yeah, the so fu- embarrassed. He that- gets flushed back to hell. Yeah. The bad CGI fire turns into bad Satan CGI fire, which just sinks back into hell and then arnold dies yeah like well it's well he stabs yeah like he stabbed like he's getting ready to die and then like he looks up and he sees his dead wife and his dead daughter like waiting also, for him apparently also christine sees his dead wife and daughter and despite not knowing who they are she's like <gasps> yeah. yeah it's really dumb but then like as he dies they disappear she yeah. goes up to his dead body and like she holds his hand and says thank you and then it just like cut. It shows the apparently the entire outside of that church got destroyed in the yeah. process of all of this. It did explode. Yeah, <laughs> that there was fair. a lot of explosions. Yeah. But um, like it's completely destroyed, and like it just goes to the end credits after this, like saying that they won. Yeah, yeah. So I guess uh, now seems like a good time to bring up a big pet peeve of mine. They keep talking about how like they can't kill the girl because like life's precious and all that. Fifty fucking people die because they don't kill this girl. Yeah, and then yeah. Arnold just kills himself. Yeah. So, what's the moral? <laughs> don't be Satan. Uh, don't do rape. Yeah. yeah. Don't be a virgin like Satan. <laughs> yeah, don't try to rape a girl. A lot of people will die. Don't blue ball a guy for thousands and thousands of years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all got something a little different, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's. Uh, I guess that's really... We've been, like, bragging on this movie the whole time. Pretty much. But, hey, because yeah. guess what? It's bad. I bet that they freaked out because Satan was like, you know what happens when this happens? The coming. Like, oh, the coming. That sounds like that. That's not good. We got to stop this guy. Satan <laughs> so wasn't even, like, a bad guy at the start. He just got super pissed when they kept blue-balling him. whole lot of sexual repression. To the point where he's, like, yeah. flooding her mind with how much he's going to have sex with her all her life. Just let the coming happen! <laughs> like, Satan, just go to a hooker, man. <laughs> no. It's not the same! It, it needs to be an hour before midnight, okay? I need to have known her her entire life. That's a whole thing. I can't... <laughs> <laughs> I de- it needs to be a barely legal age woman <laughs> every time on my dad's table while he's watching those are the rules <laughs> I don't make them this is just how it has to happen either that or in front of a hundred people worshipping me those are the only options <laughs> Satan's just kind of a repressed asshole yeah yeah, yeah just a repressed dude very repressed Dude, so it's originally yeah. it was supposed to be a comedy movie. Of, Ugh, I can is. lose my virginity. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll show all of you. It was. Uh. This was the original script for American Pie, actually. <laughs> <laughs> also, so this was a long-winded like explanation. Imagine watching this movie, man. Oh, 
The thing is, the movie moves super fast. Yeah, it, like, this movie is a bit over two hours long, and all this, ha- like, if this was weirdly a miniseries, this would probably be, like, five one-hour-long episodes. It's all pasted together. It's like a collage. Yeah, like, the movie's kind of just a collage where things... Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like there's no like, structure of how yeah. they do everything. It just like, all happens. I said this after, like, I felt like I was watching the middle of this movie for the entire movie. Yeah. Like... Yeah. It never feels yep. like it's a starting or ending point. It just feels like it's this middle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's actually even the way they start it too. Um you know what a big pet peeve of mine was though? Was I just didn't, didn't feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger felt like matched the character. Not at all. Like they should have gone with somebody else cuz he just was yeah. not the right fit for that character and it kind of ruined it for me. So that's actually a fun little bit of trivia about this movie. In this movie, Reportedly, both Sam Raimi and Gilmore Del Toro were offered the chance to direct this movie. Both of them turned it down, from what I can tell. The role of Jericho Kane was originally written for Tom Cruise, but instead he chose to work on Magnolia, so they got Arnold Schwarzenegger instead. And the role for Christine York was originally going to be played by Kate Winslet, but she turned it down. And then Liv- they were going to give it to Liv Tyler, but uh, she was uh, she backed out for contractual issues, I guess. Which around this time would have been uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I guess you're right, because Lord of the Rings came out, like, maybe two years afterwards, but it didn't take, like, two or three years for him to film the first movie. How they, unfortunate. They she had about three years of, the of pre-production. biggest movies instead yeah. of this one. God. Yeah, they started working on Lord of the Rings in, like, 94, 95. Yeah, that makes sense. I honestly feel like any B-rated actor would have been better than... I'm not even, like, narking on... Um, Arnold? Or hating on Arnold Schwarzenegger's acting ability. I just don't feel like he was a good, good fit for this oh, type like, of character. I'll say, I feel like... This this kind of character needed someone with a clearer voice too, because it is really hard. Well, to once again, Arnold yeah. Sometimes. Apparently, like this was originally meant for Tom Cruise. Yeah, but well, that reminds me of another one of my pet peeves about this movie. Uh, the sound is not balanced at all. No, and uh, in the commentary, it does talk about that. I guess the director purposely would make scenes super quiet and then have something super loud happen directly afterwards. Yeah, his entire thing was trying to get people off their balance and make them feel uncomfortable because he thought that's what scary was. He's wrong. That's not what scary is. That's just what makes you have to have the remote control for your sound system in your hand for two fucking hours. Yeah. But that's I guess that was another thing that a lot of people complained about is it was meant to be a scary movie, but it just wasn't scary. It was more campy than scary. No, for I mean, uh-huh. I'm going to give it credit for this. When I was nine years old watching it, when that scene on the subway happened where the guy shatters in the glass that did scare me when i was nine years old but i was fucking nine right the existence of not light scared me which is a lot of a lot of not light in this movie too like there's just a lot of shadow scenes which isn't it's not a bad thing um for certain scenes it did work very well yeah. Uh, yeah there's almost a good movie somewhere in here yeah, there's there's a lot of good scenes potential there's good scenes in a movie that just feels like it was copy and pasted together off of just like different clips yeah he just stuffed way too much material into this movie for one thing that that was a problem again i feel like i mean that's just he's just an act like his whole persona screams action you know what i mean so it kind of takes you out of that feeling yeah i couldn't even really click with his problems because he didn't see he seemed like his persona was bigger than the problems he was facing you know like with like his family being killed and stuff well, yeah, that doesn't, I didn't, that's I didn't barely feel. even his motivation in the movie anyways 
Like that's just something for the audience to be like, oh, how sad he's famous. Honestly, dead. I would argue that the movie doesn't really provide us with a proper motivation for him. No, like that's what I said. Like, why does Arnold actually care about this chick? Yeah, it never really does say why he cares so much about her. But Dry kind of gave like a little plot convenience reason why, which you could argue if you you know there, there's a lot of plot. Holes I, well, I I do but... agree with you on that though because looking back after he said that, they do sort of paint that picture of his daughter even even the scene when he's going through her stuff they do bring up his relationship with his daughter so i i feel like there's a strong argument there i do that that is what you're supposed to i like the the theory that it's actually just that arnold is (laughs) reincarnated every thousand years to blue ball satan specifically that's (laughs) a better movie yeah Oh no, but like you guys saying that conceptually, there's a really strong movie in here, yeah. or even like Robbie was saying, a really good six part miniseries that you could probably pull off. But I just don't think that from what the director wanted, from what his personal beliefs are, from when we were listening to the commentary, Robbie, he keeps spouting off like this is what I believe, this is what I love in movies, so this is what I do. But in some lighting scenarios, he's like, I can't tell you why I made the lighting this way. I just did because I thought it looked cool. Yeah, uh, a good example of that is, like, uh, that first chase scene whenever he's chasing Thomas. And when he goes into, like, that first room in the subway and all the lighting is red, he's just like, yeah, I couldn't tell you why. I, I just decided to make the room red. <laughs> he didn't even give a reason why. He just like, oh, yeah, it just it, – I felt like it worked. There's a clear reason you could say, though. You could just be like, yeah, I did it because Satan – I, he, I think he said it was like it contrasted the bright light outside or something. He said something like that, or like, oh yeah, it felt like uh, the scene was tense, so red seemed like a good color for this. Like he's like, but I couldn't tell you exactly why I made this yeah. scene red. Actually, yeah, but then just like his ideas of what horror movies should be, he's the reason why horror movie died for so long because he's like his entire ideas horror movies is. I think what you should do is have a lot of jump scares very quickly, get people on the edge of their seats. And then you need to make things quiet and loud again so that they don't know what's coming. And you need to jump to scenes very quickly. I think that gets people really nervous and they don't know what's going to happen next. But that's not how people get scared. That's how people get, I don't know, numbed to it. It makes them yeah. numb to yep. the movie. Numb. It does, there's this feeling of just numbness just watching all those scenes pass by. Because there's, there's, it just doesn't resonate. No. Quick question. Uh, is there any other notable movies this guy has worked on? No. None that I can think of currently. There's a couple on there with, like, Van Damme that people who really love action movies could maybe argue that they're important. But honestly, the other biggest name one that's on there is Total Recall, I believe, or Time Cop. One of those two. Look it up real quick, Robbie. He did a movie called Outland in 1981. Time Cop, Sudden Death. Time Cop. Yeah, which Time Cop and Sudden Death are the two Van Damme movies you were thinking of. Yeah. Uh, Running Scared. Oh, I like Running Scared. Not the same movie. Uh, this was oh. 1986 version. <laughs> <laughs> I like, like, he didn't even have to, he just said that's just not whatever, whichever one you're possibly thinking of cannot possibly be this. Well, I think <laughs> like, thinking no. of the one that happened in the early 2000s. This one was from 1986, apparently. Uh, I was thinking of the one in the 2000s. Yeah, uh, this one's Running Scared from 1986, which looked like a buddy cop movie. Like, uh, that's the thing. From everything that you're saying here, it seems like his niche that he directs are dumb big explosion action movies yeah and i think what this needed was to have a director behind it understood the dark tones underneath all of it and wanted to create a much darker movie and instead you had this action director who's like well i can get schwarzenegger if i need to boom i got schwarzenegger right and And yeah it could have been a very dark uh like there were dark parts in that movie but 
it seemed to be overshadowed by the action action in the movie yeah yeah like you had it was just improper casting with improper directing right yeah and like i i I said this before i want more of the weird like vision things i'm so annoyed that they just dropped that halfway through the movie they didn't even like give it a good foundation though it was just so sporadic just like a side thing i mean like i she had two visions and a dream that's it yeah but, like, I think that would be cool, like, give this weird... I think that would make it actually work better as a horror where you just don't know what's real anymore. Yeah, I think there's a version of this script that exists out there that's fucking awesome and leans more into the horror stuff than it does the action stuff. I, I don't think we'll ever see that right. version no. of the movie, though. But to be fair, like, even within the commentary of the director doing the commentary, it seems like a lot of the st- times he was talking about stuff in the movie, he was just trying to fill dead space because he didn't know what to say either. I guess trivia time about this movie... So the Rotten Tomato scores of this movie is an 11% that it got. So critics mm. hated this movie. The Metacritic was 33%. But for Google users, 88% of people said they liked the movie. That's Which wrong. would actually explain the fact that it had a budget of $100 million. And in oh, the box fuck. office... Yeah. Expensive movie for 1999. And in the box office, it did $212 million worldwide. Why? I mean, I do remember people talking about it when I it came guess. out. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it kind of had that, like, ooh, this is a forbidden movie. Cause well, it's like I said, it, it did cash in on, like I said, the whole Y2K scare because, like, yeah, religion decided, like, they wanted to be part of it, too. And so, like, oh, this, maybe this is going to be the end of days for us. Maybe this is what Revelations was saying was going to happen. And so they cashed in with this movie this on that. This is, in fact, John 3.16. <laughs> Here is another fun fact. This was actually the last movie ever to be pressed in laser disc format in the United States. How sad. <laughs> I mean, Laserdisc went out the same way it went in. <laughs> Poorly. Which, also, uh, speaking of what we were talking about with the, that movie Stigmata, another trivia of this is Gabriel Bryan, the guy who plays the man, or Weak Saw Satan, as we've been calling him, uh, plays both good and evil in the same year. Uh, Satan in the film, and Cat- uh, in this film, and Catholic priest in the movie Stigmata. So yeah, he was a Catholic priest in Stigmata. They both came out in the same year. Huh. That's a weird career yeah. choice. But like one thing that they were actually the director did say during the commentary, which I found kind of weird, is he said that he found Gabriel Bryan to be a very attractive man, even though Dry disagrees. <laughs> he keeps mentioning that he's like, I knew that I needed an attractive man for this role, somebody that women found irresistible. I couldn't think of anybody better than this man. But the funny thing about that is like that woman at the very beginning, he said, like, yeah, a lot of women wanted to play like that first woman that he makes out with and like just like pulls her tit out in the middle of the restaurant like he said apparently a lot of women wanted to play that role just because it entailed making out with this man i think he's an attractive man i see rocky agrees yeah he's (laughs) an attractive guy who would you cast as the attractive man as like the attractive man in 99 yeah (sighs) tom cruise no i think probably brad pitt yeah i probably would have gone with like a brad pitt or a person who would been a bad for the role but he would have been much more attractive is a uh, what's his face? Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Yeah, I would have cast a Brendan Fraser type. Yeah, because he kind of was the hot shit back in the nineties, wasn't he? He was incredibly hot shit. He can't act, but yeah, he's much more attractive than. Now this let's guy. imagine this movie, but with George of the Jungle as this <laughs> Satan. But you know what the perfect casting for Satan is? In all honesty, Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> fucking did great. Yeah, he did really, really good <laughs> in The Devil's Advocate. Which was done three years before this movie. Yeah. Mm, Actually, you know what? Everything that I wanted out of this movie, Devil's Advocate gives me that. Yeah. So just that go watch Devil's awesome. Advocate, actually. Yeah. Like, right. 
We're going to have to, I guess, well, next month we'll have a theme. Maybe for March we'll have to do critically acclaimed movies. That would be such a nice difference. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need something to make cheer us up in March because February is yeah. going to be sad. Uh, March this one I just starting with the letter M. <laughs> <laughs> this I found to be like a rather weird sense of trivia. Years later, Miriam... Margols, which I'm probably saying her last name wrong, the one who played the stepmother, okay. uh, revealed on a talk show that she did not enjoy her first and only working experience with Arnold, citing the odd reason are uh, in that scene together, he farted in my face, as she so elegantly put it. <laughs> so yeah, whenever they were fighting, at some point in time, he just farted in her face, according nice. to her. Sweet. Here's another one. Um, this is the first non-Terminator film in which Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a character who dies making this the first human character he plays that ends up dying. Really? That is, actually, that's the one thing I'll give the movie. They did have the balls to actually kill the main character. I'll give them that. Yeah, they did at least do that. Not every movie has that kind of ball. I guess, and one of the things, like, really enough, this movie was a big deal for Arnold Schwarzenegger, and the reason why is apparently this is the first film that he did since Batman and Robin in 1997. So this he, is the first movie in two years he that was, he did. He was Iceman in that one, right? He was. Yep. But the reason for the gap was because his heart surgery after playing Mr. Freeze, the studios were anxious on about whether or not they could insure him, despite uh, attempts to convince them that he, or he was in perfect health. Uh, he couldn't get any work until the end of days. Even then, he was amazed when the insurance people uh, and ex- executives from Universal came to the set just to watch him to see uh, if he was still up, uh, uh, still up for the action scene. They asked Schwarzenegger if he enjoyed this kind of punishment, but he said that he was used to it. After the first week of shooting, the insurance guys backed off, and not long after, the film offer started rolling in again. Hmm. So, like, he was considered to be, like, unhirable because of his heart surgery, I guess. Sounds like a movie we watched. The one that goes, Gattaca, Gattaca. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Which movie is that? Gattaca. Oh, the whole movie, they just chant chant Gattaca. Yeah. I mean, they don't, but Dryad thinks they do. Uh, I don't know. I'm still not sure. Yeah, we watched the movie. Ah, both of you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I think for any nitpicks, we kind of hit those all along the way. Oh, yeah, I think we complain about this movie more than anything else. Like, Mm -hmm. I think kind of like The Christmas Prince, I think you guys enjoyed this movie mostly just to make fun of it. I enjoyed The Christmas Prince more than this. That is saying something, considering I gave The Christmas Prince a lower rating. Lower rating doesn't mean you didn't enjoy it as much. (laughs) There are some shots in this that are technically very good yeah and like i said i think that's what saves it is like this like uh, that temptation scene that that was a really good scene that's all a great around. scene because yeah. that goes to the root of what satan is supposed to be he's supposed to be this silver-tongued prince that manipulates you into doing what he needs you to do yeah and that scene was played perfectly by both characters in that sense yeah and yeah. it kind of brought the story all together like whatever motivation arnold schwarzenegger's character has like that shows whatever little motivation he actually might have throughout that scene and kind of like wraps a little bit of his character together. Although besides that, like it doesn't really, he's just doing things because plot convenience because yeah. the script told him he's got to. Yeah. Look, and I, I mean, I'm probably a little bit biased on this, but I feel like a really good Satan would use violence as a last resort because he's too proud to, because of his own pride. He wouldn't want to use the most blunt tool in his toolbox because He's Satan. He shouldn't have to do that. Are he should be able to make Satan you do whatever he wouldn't wants. just explode everything he touches constantly? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like lowbrow. He'd be too prideful. He'd be like, nah, I don't need to do that. <laughs> He'd be like, I'll let them explode themselves. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of the same thing, actually. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, do you guys still stand by your rating that you gave it? Yeah, I think four still. Because, like, it's, it's a competent movie. I just didn't enjoy it much. I don't know. I don't I think out of like I definitely wouldn't watch this and I think this is the one I'd I don't want to watch the most so far out of everything we've seen. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. Even like with all the stuff that we've watched so far, I think I just agree with E like tomorrow or next week I'm going to start to forget everything. Yeah. Whereas you know what? I still remember characters names from Christmas Prince. That's fair. I don't, but that's kind of Amber, far. Richard it's stupid. It's stuck in my head forever. I can't remember. And it's Liz's yeah. fault. I'll, I'll remember, like, scenes from everything. I hated Cramp. I hated Krampus, and I didn't hate this movie, but I'd still rather see Krampus. This is better than Krampus, but I would watch Krampus again. It's just, this is a super forgettable movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, Krampus at least had, like, a good start to it. Yeah. This didn't have that. No. This like, has one good scene. Like, I still say, I was bored the entire time during this movie. And this is an action... Okay, it's a horror, horror, quote-unquote movie. It's a horror action movie, I guess is like, what you could call this it. This was an action movie, and I was bored. Yeah, which is terrible. The worst thing that a movie can do is make you bored. It just doesn't have anything. It's There's there's, not, there's no nothing that really catches you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I stick by my rating, though. Yeah, yeah I still four. stick by my rating, because although it seems like it's just like a bunch of scenes just pasted together to make a movie where they're all from the middle of... Almost like a different movie. Yeah. There's like two there movies are still, going yeah. on here. Yeah. Oh, there's probably more than two movies going on right here. And throughout all those action scenes that are just like, you know, cut to this, cut to that, cut to this, cut to that, cut to this, cut to that. There were a few redeemable things about the movie, but it just gets overshadowed by all the other crap in this movie. But Do you think still... that's why it failed? Because he tried to make a horror movie? An action movie with no horror elements, essentially. That was one thing that people. Uh, so one thing a lot of people did complain about is they did complain about the fact that it wasn't scary, even though it was labeled as a horror movie. And I think people got this idea in their head of Arnold Schwarzenegger versus the devil, and it got ruined by this movie. Uh, there were people because of the one scene that we said was redeemable about this movie. A lot of religious people did not like that scene. Which scene? The tem- temptation. Yeah, the scene. temptation scene. Because of just certain things that he says, because he's Satan, kind of thing, is whenever he says, like, uh, God is the biggest underachiever of all, he just has good publication. You know, things that he says like that, like, people didn't take well to that. Well, you know, broken clock is right twice a day, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I think that's kind of all we have to say about this, right? Yeah, Yeah, I think so. Any final thoughts any of you guys want to get out? Yeah, I feel like, um, just with this movie... He, I feel like when when he made it, because horror relies on building tension. I feel like he was afraid that that would be too boring. So he thought if I could just smash enough scenes in there and make them turn quick enough, like what you'd see in an action movie, that it, it wouldn't be boring. But because it has, it was relying on those horror elements. It was moving too quickly for you to build up what you need to enjoy a horror movie. Because I I feel like he was relying on an action movie tendency. Yeah, I I agree with that honestly. Uh, I'll go on record. I think this movie should be like 40 minutes shorter. Yeah. There's way too much in here that is really just padding. Yeah, so much purposely so, in fact. Yeah, and I think there was a lot of padding for the sole factor. Like the director said, if he was left his own devices, this movie would be 40 seconds long. Yeah. I would much rather He straight up says that in the commentary. Oh, so it wasn't entirely his choice. 
it, it wasn't like I think it was one of those like they needed to have certain scenes in there and so like for they made certain things happen for plot convenience to make it a fuller movie but it just made it to where it was more of a hollow experience that way watch his 42nd movie is like fucking brilliant <laughs> that would be great anyway so yeah that's our thoughts on end of days i think we're all kind of just sticking with our scores here yeah i'm at a five rocky four robbie i'm still at a five e four so i'd say it's probably a 4.5 from us yeah yeah that was a lot of fun i really enjoyed that i never want to talk about this movie again i hope i don't have to i will mention it tomorrow <laughs> all right do not so, go to our new twitter and tweet us at the last ones in uh what your thoughts are on the movie because we don't want to think about it anymore <laughs> but if you guys do want to get a hold of us check us out on twitter last ones in or on the facebook group the last ones in it's all basically the same thing the rest of this month like we said at the top of the podcast it's going to be all movies that were critically bombing and one of us either enjoyed or have fond memories of or just something that bombed and we want to tear apart so the next three movies are going to be more really low critic scores. Oh, one last thing. Feedback, comments, quotes, whatever you want. Feel free to also email us at thelastonesinpodcast at gmail.com. You guys have a great night. Good right. night. Signing off. Bye. 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 Hacksaw Ridge! That was the name of that fucking movie!